Extreme PC UK. Hi and welcome to episode 46 of Extreme PC UK podcast. I'm Nick, your host, also known as Extreme PC UK on Steam, and today joining me on the show is... Hi, I'm Jansen, and on Steam, I'm Jay himself. Hi, I'm Tim, and on Steam, I am Timmy604. Hi, I'm Zach, and on Steam, I'm Call Me Wacky. Well, 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 another month gone. We're probably going to be out just on time this month. If you have any questions, please send them into extremepcuk at gmail.com. We've got a Steam group, which is under the same name, Instagram, Facebook. And if you want to get involved with us in actual games and stuff, we've got a Discord. Lots of people coming in here this month, so we're really glad about that. Next up, I want to say, as it's getting around Christmas time, if you do use Amazon, we'd appreciate if you didn't mind using our Amazon link, which you can go to our website. Basically, your price for the stuff stays the same, and then a little percentage comes back to the show. That helps us out, and it might actually let me sort my mic out, because <laughs> I had a few people say this month that my mic's crap. Yeah, it's better now. you changed <laughs> something now. Yeah, no, I did. I changed the quality of it earlier on. I've obviously uh, changed a few bits and pieces around, so it's a little bit better quality, but I still need to get a professional mic, because I'm still using a headset. Good headset, but not good enough for recording, really. Considering we're on episode, like, 46, it's uh, a bit poor. If you do use Amazon, we would much appreciate it if you used our link off of our website, extremepcuk.co.uk. It will help us out quite a bit. Like we said, we don't put, we won't put any adverts on, on the show, like a proper advert, so that's all you're going to get for an advert, so, and that helps us out directly, so cheers for that, people that do. Right, the first thing I want to talk about, boys, just before we get into the actual podcast is we're going, we're going out for the day on Saturday, aren't we, boys? And we're going to be going to a show called For the Love of Sci-Fi. It's a bit off topic for PCs, but I love sci-fi. Johnson, you love sci-fi. Yeah. So basically, we're going to go along to this show. The show looks crazy, man. It's going to be in uh, Bowler's Exhibition Centre, which is in Manchester. And I think it runs from uh, Saturday and Sunday, the 2nd and 3rd. So hopefully this podcast will be out before then. But if you're listening to it just before then, you know, you're more than welcome to grab a ticket. Uh, I think Saturday's completely sold out, but Sunday's still got lots of spaces on. You know, if you want to go down there, there's lots of famous people. You've been looking up the show, haven't you, just now, Jansen, seeing uh, what's on? Yeah, yeah, having a look at the guest list. Yeah, because it's actually got loads of guests that are going to be there. Go on, give us some. All right, well, you've got William Shatner, probably, like, the main one. (laughs) The king Uh, of sci-fi. Yeah, Uh, you've got David Hasselhoff. Um, hold on, hold on. Uh, Shatner is um, Captain Kirk, by the way, people. So just so you know, I'm sure everyone knows that already. Wacky didn't know that, did you, Wacky? I do. <laughs> <laughs> he's like, who's well, he? before my time. <laughs> who is All that right. guy? <laughs> uh, he's he's the face of Halloween mask. Is he? Did you know that? Yeah. Do you know what? It actually, if you think about it, it does actually look like that, sir. Yeah, because basically, when they made the film, they went and bought a William Shatner mask and painted it white. <laughs> really? Yeah. I never knew that. There you go. There's something you learn every day. A little the bit of information you know. that's useless from Jansen, but yeah. quite fun. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, go on. Who else? All right, you got Dolph Lundgren. I knew you were going to get excited about that one. <laughs> uh, Did you hear the way he put that in there? Legend. <laughs> <laughs> He's my hero. <laughs> now my hero's Van Dam. Ah. Oh. <laughs> we ring him up. Get him in. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, there's, there's loads of people. There's like a massive long list. Yeah, and there's probably about 20 people going. But yeah, loads of people from Star Wars. Like, you've got like the guy who played Chewbacca and things like that. You wouldn't so, notice him, though, would you, if he weren't in his kit? No. Nah. 
<laughs> yeah. I'm just going to walk around to people going, I'm Chewbacca, but I'm going to my kit at home. <laughs> Same like Boba Fett. It's like, you never see what he looks like, but he's going to be there and you'll see him in his costume, but yeah. you don't know who's inside. Yeah, How many Boba Fetts are going to be there, though? There's yeah, going to be millions of them. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, my I'm, I'm looking out for the person I want to see is uh, Red Dwarf. I love Red Dwarf. It's one of my favourite programmes of all time. People either like it's like Marmite, they either love it or hate it. But I've been watching from forever. I've got every single episode, all the seasons. I've got all the Merc, got everything going on, and uh, the cat's going to be there. So I'm going to have to go up to him and do some dancing feet, <laughs> which would be quite funny. Now, you don't done much Red Dwarf, do you? No, no, never really got into that. Why? No, neither. No, but never got into. It. No, I've always liked it, man. I've always liked it. But yeah, there's loads of people going to be there. There's loads of attractions going to be there. And there's also loads of film props. Like, you've got the Ecto-1 from Ghostbusters. You've got the Batwing. And I think they're all real film props as well. So it's like, there's yeah. going to be loads. Of, the one I'm looking forward to the most is um, the Loader from Aliens. Or Alien. Yeah. Because that's going to be pretty crazy. Kit from Knight Rider. Yeah, I'm not really that's, bothered about him. You see Hasselhoff one. everywhere, don't you? Yeah. You can find him anywhere. Go to any beach. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, I'll tell you what I'm looking forward to seeing in the props is the Tron light cycle. Really? Yeah. But you see pictures of that thing everywhere. I've never liked Tron. I never watched Tron. Really? That's one of my favourite films. Never watched it. We had this when you started playing the game Tron and you was disappointed with it. And I was like, nah, it's just loads of red and blue lines flying everywhere. But you've never seen it? With sound going... Yeah. <laughs> have you have you not seen any of them then? Nah. But then again, to be fair, I did that with Star Wars, didn't I? And you lot gave me loads of abuse about it because I said it was loads of uh, red and blue lasers flying everywhere. Yeah. And I did have sound effects for that as well, but I ain't got them with me today. So the original's alright, but if you watch the new Tron Legacy, that's amazing. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I might yeah, have to try yeah, out it. The soundtrack alone is pretty great. Yeah, it, Daft Punk did the soundtrack to it. Really? I might check that yeah. out then, because uh, it's just something... You know, check sometimes you hear about stuff, and people talk about it, and you think, oh, I might watch that, but you just never get around to it, because you're so busy. Hmm. And it's a bit like that. That's a real good movie. Yeah, yeah. I'd say... Like, I also really liked. It's probably the most visually stunning movie I've ever seen. Really? Yeah. Hmm, I might have to try that out. But yeah, there's going to be loads of props there. Uh, they're all life-size props. There's going to be loads. You said there was loads of attractions as well where you can do stuff like there's... Lightsaber training. <laughs> you like a bit of lightsaber <laughs> training. You've got sound <laughs> effects. <laughs> and there's a bar as well, like a space bar. Yeah, the uh, cantina. They've done yeah. it like the Star Wars bar. Yeah. And I, I was looking at the menu for the cocktails. Is it real? It's got a real menu for the food. Yeah. Well, not for food, but oh. just for drinks. So they're pretty much all alcoholic cocktails. But yeah, you, you've got everything to do with things that are there. So it's not just Star Wars themed. So you, you've got like the Hofmeister. Oh, um, right. And the things like that. Wookie. Yeah. <laughs> but you've got Blue Milk, which was the drink that they actually drank in Star Wars. Oh, right. Um, so, this, but yeah. so it's not like you're just going to walk around there, look at stuff. There's stuff to actually do as well. So... It does look pretty cool. And we're, we're all going to be going on Saturday. We won't be going Sunday. We'll be going Saturday. When we come back from that, next month, it'll be just before Christmas. And we'll do, like, a, we'll have a big conversation about all the stuff that we did there, how we found it. Like, next time we go next year, 
we'll get some more people in, get a crew of us go down there. It'd be quite fun, wouldn't it? Yeah. Bit of a long drive as well. Me and Jansen are doing it all in one day, but we're hardcore, so we don't care. <laughs> <laughs> That's for the love of sci-fi. Check it out. If anyone's going to uh, meet us up there or are come in already, let us know in the Discord. Give us a chat and uh, a text, and we'll, we'll get in with us and meet up with you there. It'd be pretty cool. But like I said, it's not to do with PCs directly, but... All the games we play, all the stuff, all, all pretty much ties in with that and uh, something we're pretty excited about. So, worth mentioning. They do have a gaming section. Do they? Yeah, I just noticed. It's called the Shuffle Puck Cafe and okay. it's a gaming zone. So, it's all the pictures show retro arcades. Okay. What you'd see in like Stranger Things. It, oh, that'd it's be got that cool. kind of look. Uh, but then there's another picture which shows people sitting at desks with like PCs. Yeah. The thing is about one of these places is is the money we'll probably spend while we're there. Yeah. It's going to be... You might as well just drop your wallet on the floor when you walk in and just throw it all away. <laughs> or just set it on fire. It's good we're bringing a van, really, ain't it? Because uh, yeah. fill it up. Yeah. <laughs> Got a guy from Gremlins there. Yeah. <laughs> Mad. But, but yeah. you see all these people from like films in the 80s that you still watch now, and then you'll see them like, up to date, and you'll be like, who's that? <laughs> it's a wrinkly old man yeah <laughs> yeah no no it will be uh really really good i'm really looking forward to it just a week away from now so uh that's gonna be mad right let's move on premiercomputeraffairs.co.uk um up leading up to christmas i think we're all busy now all the way through until after christmas aren't we so we won't be at any of the shows but the shows are still going on so if you just go to premiercomputeraffairs.co.uk, there'll be a list of all the dates that there are and where they are. So if you want to go to the Computer Fairs, uh, just check that out. Right, let's move on. We haven't had any reviews this month. It seems like it's been a really short month for some reason, don't you think? Or is yeah, it just we're, quite quickly. We're just getting older yeah. and it feels like time's flying by. <laughs> because <laughs> I swear, it feels like I'd just done this a week ago. And we're already here in the next month along. So, but yeah, no iTunes reviews. Send your iTunes reviews in. They get us up the rankings and hit a subscribe button. And basically, that will like download us automatically. And yeah, we appreciate that. Gets us up the rankings. So, uh, all good. Let's move on. I think I'm the only one with news today. Like I said, it's gone well fast this week. I just thought the news should be that the Steam sales have started. And just have a little chat about what you guys have got, what I've got. And go from there if you're happy to do that. Yeah. Cool. The first thing I've bought is a Steam Link, because that was going for three quid. Does anyone know why they're so cheap? They can't sell them or something. What's going on? I think what it is is because Samsung are bringing out an app on the smart TVs that works as the Steam Link. I've Did, got it. Zach just told me that, and I've just bought it. <laughs> yeah, but the thing is, it's I reckon a Steam Link will do the job better, because yeah, this yeah. is an app within the TV, so it's going to do it. But it's, I reckon a Steam Link will do it better. But does, does a Steam Link have a processor in a little box? Yeah. Does it? Well, what do you think it is? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> it's called a Steam It's an empty box with like <laughs> a box <laughs> It's like this, I've got the internet in this box. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> don't drop it, you'll break the internet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put out a box with a Steam comes out of it. It's my Steam Link. <laughs> But yeah, nah, honestly, I didn't know, I, thought, I honestly thought it was just an uh, internet connection, and then obviously it just reads your Steam upstairs and does the, um, you know, when you watch someone, like you stream, Yeah, yeah. I assumed it was just that, but like obviously the t- my TV's got a quad-core processor in it, 
I'd assume that's got a processor in that, but I can't see it being as good as my TV's processor, to be fair. Yeah, but it's the, the way it works. Yeah, I suppose it's like it's optimised just for that, isn't it, to use yeah, that, yeah. like a graphics yeah. card does graphics. It's like watching Plex on your TV uh, yeah. compared to having a PC running Plex. Yeah, just be being stupid, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> it's late. Jansen was late, so we're all off track and I'm really tired now. Sure fault, Jansen, blame you. <laughs> <laughs> and, I'm an hour, and I'm an hour ahead, eh? <laughs> He's in the future. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You're all living in the past. <laughs> but yeah, I bought... Um, I, I wasn't going to get it, and then I see that loads of people getting it, and then I heard a few of you guys were getting it, and I was like, well, I might as well just get it. It's £3 or 3 99 Yeah, like, I got it. It's like pennies, but the thing is, you've got to pay for the postage, didn't you? Yeah, which was seven quid. Yeah, see, the thing is... <laughs> the thing is, they were selling a game about three weeks ago, and they were giving you the Steam box for free, and you pay about seven quid for the game. Hmm. So, obviously, it's a downloaded game, and then you're still paying the seven quid for the, the for the actual postage. But even then, I was like, oh, I'm not going to play it downstairs. But then I thought, do you know what? I've got my twins up here and stuff. They could play on the TV downstairs with just a controller, because I've got the wireless controllers now. They can just play Rocket League and stuff downstairs. They don't have to be up here in the loft. They can like, do whatever they want, you know? Yeah. So I just thought, you know what, I might as well get that uh, and then go with that. The other things I've bought is I bought a little game called Titan Quest Anniversary. Have any of you seen that? No. You'd be like this, Chance. It's exactly like Diablo. It's an old game that's been remastered. And I was yeah. playing it in 4K on a 960 and it was running perfectly smooth because it's a game where you run around like Diablo so it's not like really intense on the graphics. Basically, it's put on like Greek mythology but it's the same as Diablo. You run around, click, 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 click. You've got potions and you've got like your health and exactly the same thing. Talk to one guy, get the missions. But this game's meant to be absolutely massive. It's got all the different types of... Um, like it's got the, the uh, in Egypt with the pyramids. It's all over Greece and things like that you got. What's and it called? It's called Titan Quest Anniversary. And it's anniversaries because it's been uprated. So now you can have 4K and all that. And it's also really optimised for, you know, like the super ultra wide screens. Yeah. So you can have your character same size on screen. And then you can have all the surroundings across all the like, panning screens. The game, <laughs> one thing I did notice about it is that the game is only £3.59, which is really, really cheap for that kind of game. But they've just brought out a new DLC. And the new DLC, if you have a look at it, is £17.99. And it's called Titan Quest Ragnarok. Why is everybody Uh, loving off Ragnarok lately? Because of the film. (laughs) don't even know what the film is. Four Ragnarok. It's four. Is it? Yeah. See, look, today I'm not with it. I don't know anything. <laughs> everyone's, no, everyone's loving, like, the 80s, like... Yeah, because this is what I was wondering, because, like, Ark, you got the Ragnarok map, now you got this Ragnarok, <clears throat> and I see Ragnarok somewhere else as well. But, yeah, Jance, you'd probably like this game. might be worth getting in and playing it with us. Because we, we, yeah, we no, went... Yeah, look, look, looks all right. Yeah, cause, and it's really, really stunning graphics in 4K, like, considering it's mm. an old game. Like, yeah, the game... is we've completed... Yeah, Diablo's Diablo sort of lost now. now, unless we do the... Uh, the actual seasons, but apart from yeah. that, it's like repeat, 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 you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And this actually looks like it's got like a, a much more sort of like Diablo, don't get me wrong, I love Diablo, but it's all dark, all the areas are dark, it's all dark. It's, do you know what I mean? It's just all yeah. similar sort of colours, but yeah. this, if you have a look, you've got like orange, like landscapes, you've got desert, you've got sand, like desert is sand obviously, but different colour ones. <laughs> 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 like I said, it's late, dudes. <laughs> 
<laughs> Maybe it's different to desert sand. Do you see what happens, Jans, when you come an hour late? You've boggled my mind. Now I've got all different types of sand. You've had the day off. <laughs> I've been working all day. <laughs> yeah, on your PC. Yeah. Yeah, this game does look really, really nice. And for £3.59, if anyone wants to get involved with us and jump in, it's multiplayer. We can all play on the same screen. Uh, check it out. And that's what I got off, off of the Steam sales so far. I haven't really been interested in anything else. Have any of you? I haven't bought a game yet, but there's a game that has gone in the sale that I will get. It's called Ruiner. Ruin Her. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds fishy. <laughs> Too late. <laughs> yeah. uh, it's, it's called Ruiner. Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's got like a real Blade Runner kind of look to it. Cyberpunk. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like I real see. cyberpunk. It, it's, it's a bit like, I played a game years ago where you was, it's top down, isn't it? Yeah. I can't remember um, the name of it. It was like you was a clown and you was something else and there was four of you and you'd run around in the same sort of environment like that. Hmm. It looked pretty much like this, but it was like quite a few years back. I can't remember the name of it though. I thought one of you might know it. This looks mental actually. Yeah, it's like really fast paced. Yep. Did you buy it with the soundtrack? No, I haven't got it yet. But yeah, the, if you get it on its own, it's £10.4p at the moment. If you get it with the soundtrack, it's only five pound more. Them graphics look really, really smooth. Yeah, it does look quite so, nice. See, this just came out in September as well, so it, it's it's relatively new. And I saw it. I can't remember where I saw it, but it's when it was being released. I saw like an advert for it, so I checked it out, and I was like, "Yeah, this actually looks well nice." It always yeah, makes me remember, like, the postal games, the first yeah. one. Yeah, but it yeah. Is, there is one downfall with this game. Hmm. It's only single player. Yeah. yeah. I'm, and I'm finding lately a lot of games like this is single player. I don't know why in this day and age I don't have, like, at least have co-op. Or even co-op on the same screen. Yeah. In a game like this. It's just, yeah. how many people are not going to buy that game because there's no multiplayer? But the like, thing is, I'll, I'll buy a game like this and I'll play it on my own. So this is something that I'll just get on play for like half an hour on my own and then get off yeah but yeah, yeah it I does think, look don't get me wrong it looks I, nice but i think a multiplayer would be good though but maybe because it's still new they might bring it out later yeah mm, maybe maybe it's got a lot of um good ratings anyway that, that's pretty cool i'll wait for you to play it and then play it off your yep. account yeah. <laughs> yeah. as a single player <laughs> uh, anyone else? What else? You, you boys bought anything? I just I clicked on a order button, actually, as we are speaking. <laughs> what did you buy? <laughs> I bought the uh, Road to the Olympics, the Steep uh, DLC coming out on the fifth of December. I haven't even played Steep yet, to be fair. You love, love a bit of snowboarding, don't you? He is. I love Steep. I played it. I played it. Yeah, I completed it. If you lot could imagine, achieved everything in it. Everything imagine just from me saying hippie. Yeah, imagine the person you picture in your head. That is Tim. Stereotype is him. All you need is some dreadlocks. What are you wearing on your feet? Piece right of cardboard now. with strings. <laughs> <Right> <laughs> you don't want to know. Go on, tell us. Crocs. Oh <laughs> my god. Hippie. We've got hippie and Crocs. Oh, hey, it's god. very, very comfy. New trends. 
Yeah, I wanted the festival once and my shoes broke. And the only thing I could buy at this festival was Crocs. And I was like, two days for fuck this, I'm not going to buy Crocs, you know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, fair play. Yeah, days, I had so much blisters from my slippers. I was like, yeah, yeah. Oh, but where you've gone wrong off. is Tim. Where you've gone totally wrong in that situation is you had no shoes, so you bought some Crocs for two days. Yeah, at the two days when you left, you should have thrown them in the bin. But you <laughs> yeah. kept them, yeah, and so you're wrong. still wearing them right now. I'm still. Fear that confuses me. What festival sells Crocs? <laughs> told you. <laughs> I just told you what kind of guy he is. <laughs> Google it, Boom Festival in Portugal. Google. I'm going there again next year. Just bought tickets a month ago. Get that festival is massive. That's massive, yes. It sold out in like four hours. He walked past Nike Town and he went into the crock shop. Hey, that was a real savior, eh, that crock shop there. I, I wouldn't even go with the crocs. It's uh, I'd stay barefoot. Yeah. Oh, you don't shoes. stay barefoot in Portugal. It's I'd stay like... barefoot and cut my feet to no. pieces on glass over wearing them things. I'll put some tissue boxes on my feet. <laughs> <laughs> Couple of plastic bags. See, yeah. I saw a video the other day. It was from India. And uh, a guy was sitting there and he was taking old tyres, like bike tyres, and he was cutting the edges of the tyres off and then wrapping them around his shoes. feet. And he actually made some wicked sandals, yeah, out of bike tyres. <laughs> I would have <laughs> done that. <laughs> I bet he could run oh. well fast as well because of the curvature under his sole. <laughs> yeah, imagine the grip. And the thing is, no one would have followed him because they would have Pirelli. followed him with a bike. Pirelli. Yeah, cut the Pirelli bit off so we can see it. When it <laughs> and then uh, Tim looks at you like, what is this guy got on his feet? You walk up what next you to him Pirelli's. and you look at him. What have I got? Crocs. What have I got? Bridgestones. That's the thing though. You'd rock up, wouldn't you, next to Tim and you'd be like, look at his Crocs going, what is he wearing? And you've just got some handmade Pirellis on your feet. You'd be like, you're wearing Crocs, mate. You need to drop out. <laughs> uh, let's get back to the gaming, man. Crazy night. <clears throat> Yeah, Steve, you should play it, Nick. It would look gorgeous on your rig. Yeah, no. Not, not in his 1080 screen. <laughs> yeah, it's an IPS panel. The thing is, the thing is, to be honest, I've been going downstairs into my massive um, Samsung a lot more recently. So if I want to play 4K, I just take it takes two seconds to go downstairs. And when I get this Steam, can I play 4K? Yeah, through a Steam Link. If if my computer upstairs is not 4K. Steam Link does do 4K. Oh, it does do 4K? I'm pretty sure it does. Because I can set my monitor up here to 4K, even though it's pr- showing at, at 1080, and then downstairs it'll, it'll process 4K, won't it? Yeah, it should do. Yeah, I'm sure I can do that. But that'd be pretty cool. But then again, you've got the latency problem then of, of running 4K through the stream. Yeah. So we'll see how it goes. I'll do a little test on it when I get it and see how, how it goes. He's got the steep DLC. What about you, young Zach? What have you been doing? Nothing I've been much. playing Battlegrounds. <laughs> <laughs> no. Have a look on Battlegrounds quickly and see how many games you've played since you bought that game. Uh, I've played... Well, how many hours? 204 hours. Damn. Is that it? That ain't a lot. <laughs> no, that's not a lot. I thought you'd be on the thousands. Nah. <laughs> I played... Oh, I played 153. Yeah, Man. I played that much. Oh, you, you seem to be on it all the time. I reckon you're Too just camping. Thing. You're, you're laying in good. grass, mate. You're laying in the grass. Hold on a minute. <laughs> Go back <laughs> a couple of episodes. Let's just hear what Nick said, yeah? <laughs> Look. Walking through. Look. There's some Pirellis over there in the grass. 
some frillies. But yeah, so you ain't bought no games? I, nothing's really interested me. Really? There's loads of games on sale, dude. I don't know. I've had a look, but I just... Yeah. <laughs> I've had a look, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Fair enough, fair I've enough. I've been playing Stick of Truth, South Park. Over. I've never played Stick South Park. Yeah, that's good. I finished that. I've never uh, played I, any I was, of them. I was going to finish that before I bought the new one. Well, you should as well. It's really good. Yeah, everyone... Uh, as hell as well. The everyone, new one is also very good. Yeah. yeah. It's that all of them get really, really good reviews, but I just... Do you know what? You I've never been able to... write a new one, uh, Nick. It's yeah, really but a I've never been able to watch South Park, really. I just can't get along with watching cartoons. I don't know why. I want to, but I can't. Yeah, yeah that might be a problem. <laughs> yeah. I just can't process it properly or something. I don't know. It's just... just but don't it's very enjoy funny it. because it's like you're having an epic battle, you know, out on the street. You I know, thought you were going to say because you've got this, a kid's sense of humour. <laughs> also, also... <laughs> <laughs> More like you're having this epic battle in the street, you know, all the kids are playing and it's like chessboard and you're doing turn-based strategy. Yeah. And all of a sudden it's like beep beep and then it's somebody screams car and everybody just moves to the sidewalk, yeah. the game pauses, <laughs> a car passes, he screams, get off the road, you kids! <laughs> and, then just the and then the music also stops, you know, the epic music from the game and then you have to wait till the car passes. Then it continues, just like little things like that makes it so epic. Yeah. yeah. Is it? I might try it out. I've got oh, it's very funny. I keep saying I might try it out, I might try it out, but I've just got... <laughs> do you know what? This sounds big-headed, yeah, but I looked on my Steam library at my wish list and at the games I've got, and when you know when this, the sales came up? I've pretty much got every like, half-decent like, game. If I go through my Steam list, I've got so many games that I don't play, and I look yeah. at Steam sale and I'm like... And we're going to buy games again and don't play them. <laughs> you know It'd be a good idea for Steam themselves to put a new tab in under your name saying unplayed games. Because I've got like so many games on my list that for me to go through and look at them all and go, have I played that? Have I played that? Have I played that? Because a lot of them, like when it gets back, like I'm, the game I'm going to talk about later on is a game from years ago I got and I just went back to it. But I, I wouldn't know if I've played that game or not until I click on it and look at the time I've played it for. So if they had a bit, I don't know if there is a section, but I'm assuming there's not, where you can click and it says unplayed games, and then you can go back, click that and go, right, I'll play that one. That's quite a good idea, I think. Yeah. I don't well, see that on there. It'd be good to have. Yeah. That's it then, really, for the Steam sales. Nothing, no one's really yeah. interested in. It's, it's weird, isn't it? You get a Steam sale and uh, you wait for it, it comes up and you don't buy nothing. That's the thing, yeah. I just... Nothing tickles fancy. But like but Tim's, Tim sometimes said... Sometimes as well, the savings aren't... Good enough yeah, but that's yeah. what I was about to say. Tim's actually said already, if you go to all... Is it all key shop? All key shop, yeah. All it's the like games are that price anyway. The, the, the CDK uh, websites. Hmm. Yeah, they're all, all the games are cheaper. Instance, I, yeah, yeah. For instance, I know that GTA is on sale right now on Steam, and it was, what, going 29 euro on Steam, and on all key shop it's 20 euro, so... And he's only saying that because he wants everybody to join him in the races on... Yeah, for sure. <laughs> You're loving that at the moment. Again. Oh man, I'm playing GTA again. I love it. The racing is still the the most fun you can have in a racer online with friends. I really would like to get I on. I don't have any other game which allows me to race with friends. The thing is, it's like I was saying. moments, actually. Every time oh. I get on that game, someone comes on and messes around and I don't actually well, get to we play. Don't, we don't mess around in the lobbies. We just go to a vibe-only lobby. There's only the guys I know and then we just start some races. And we just no, but I want to actually play through the game. I want to build a... I want to get a house. I want to 
buy cars yeah, but and you can, them up. You can, get, you can get private lobbies as just you or invite only. Then it's only you are only allow people that you give an invitation to to enter your lobby. Maybe but doing that. that, it's like I, I did that when the game first came out. Yeah, yeah. I, I had my apartment, I had my cars and everything, the garage. Yeah. And then I, did, I played it like so much that I kind of got bored of it. So if I got back into it, it would be to do something like the races. I wouldn't go back to playing the actual game anymore. They keep on adding. You yeah. haven't, if you haven't played this for a year, you, you haven't yeah, they seen do. half of it. You have stunt races and transformers. But that's races, like but Tim just plays the stunt races all day, which is quite no, funny. No, because... Yeah, stunt races and all the other races. Now you have the transform races, which means you start in a car and have to race it. Changes into a boat and then a helicopter, and then it's like <laughs> you have four or five different vehicles in one race. You know, yeah. yeah. And it's always very hectic. It's always with full contact, <laughs> and it's catch-up is on, so you're always you yeah. have you do a lot of overtaking in the race. So that's what I like about this GTA race. Always, yeah. it's always exciting. And it's very easy. You can it. go on the social on the social club website from GTA, and you can very easily scroll to all these these custom made races that the users create, and you can just add them to your playlist. Yeah. Just with one click of the button, you can just add them to your game, and next time you boot up GTA, they will be in your game, and you can just play them, make playlists, and everything. Hmm. And there are so many crazy races. People have spent like, my God, weeks designing. The thing is, yeah, Tim, there's probably. If we put a couple of messages in the Discord, there's probably loads of people that are playing that game with us, and we could probably get like a full team of, of like a full room Man, of if just you have us like, lot. If you have like eight people or ten people in the Discord all together in GTA <laughs> race, it, when you will laugh your pants off, I guarantee. Well, maybe we should try that then. Maybe we should do that. If, if anyone out there has got GTA and you're up for doing some crazy stunt races with us and all having a laugh. Yeah. Give us a message on Discord. Just and if you're not on our Discord, just jump into our Discord. There's an invite on extremepcuk.co.uk. You just go to any other page and it will have our Discord. You click it, it will give you an invite. That will get you into our Discord. When you come in, we'll welcome you anyway. And then you just say like, "Yo, yeah, I was listening to the podcast, and uh, I'm up for some GTA." And trust me, we're all friendly. We've, we've got a lot of people coming this month alone. Yeah, man. Just join. And yeah, we just all have a laugh and that. We're all pretty serious. We don't. We don't swear a lot at each other and get really rowdy or anything like that. Everyone's down to earth and just gets along and everybody's helpful. You can always put a question in there and someone will help you out. So uh, it's always good. But maybe we should try that with GTA mm-hmm. and see what happens. I might I might have to install it for you, Tim. Did you ever mm-hmm. play Heist, Jensen? Heist? That oh. was also an, an addition that came like two years after I the I thought that was always GTA. in it. No, that that took a while before it came. Really? It's like you can do this with with four people, I think, and it's you have to do a whole yeah. setup first, rob like missions and stuff. Yeah, like rob a bank and everything. Four or five jo- uh, missions, like do a stakeout and rob a car, and then at the end you do the whole heist, and you all have to work together. And yeah, one has I, to be d- the I did do and... that. I did it for a bit, but the thing is, I didn't like doing it with people I didn't know. Yeah, that's the that's the whole point. If you do it with randoms, and that's the same thing with me, I get annoyed. One guy leaves, and one guy does something completely different, and it all fails. And but yeah. if you're who like, who was I playing with? I was playing with Blood Reaper, and yeah. who else was I playing with? I don't know who else it was. There's a couple of other guys, and every time we got to the end of the mission, they start shooting each other in the leg, and that. No, you just have to be well serious. You just have to do the missions, and you also get a lot of money, and it's pretty pretty epic, actually. The missions you do. Yeah. Well, we'll try it out. Work together. Yeah, yeah. Really Definitely up for trying it. Back again. But, um, right, should we move on to the, the actual games? See. Yeah. Oh, we'll we go to um, the downfall of 
Star Wars Battlefront 2. Ooh, I need hands. I need hands. <laughs> <laughs> Tim's not ready to talk about this yet until he's got his fellow Belgium to, uh, Man, oh, to fight his battle. There is a, a Belgium minister. He's actually going to make a, a march to the parliament and trying to ban all loot boxes in Europe. Right, I'm going to get my point out. My card's on the table right now. Here we go, here we go. Yeah. Get, get the popcorn ready. <laughs> <laughs> Basically, my take. Now, everybody thinks, because if we went back a few months, I was laying in the grass on <laughs> PUBG, and that was before the crates were worth any money a lot, and I was like, look, boys, I found something new, which no one seems to be doing at the moment. I can just, whilst I'm editing the podcast, leave myself laying on the floor and move around every couple of minutes, and then I will get like the last. I got into. The, I think I got second place in one of them, didn't I? And, now uh, look what you've done. Yeah, and then we were just talking <laughs> about it as a laugh. Hans and Tim think I've destroyed games, basically. <laughs> yeah. Now my view. It's is, you buying the keys in, in Rocket League. Yeah, my point is, is That's this: if these games developers are going to allow in their games for people to make money like I was doing, it's down to the developer. It's not down to the person doing it. If I left my bike on the street outside my house and it got robbed, you wouldn't say, oh, you'd be like, why did you leave a bike on the street? Wouldn't you? You know someone's going to steal it. It's the same thing. If you give me a game where I can make money out of loot crates and I'm doing nothing at my computer, then I'm going to exploit it. The issue was... Yeah, I know, I'm getting to that. Don't you worry yet. Don't you worry, I'm coming to that. That's, that's laying in the grass. I've got to do the full the full exposure here first, yeah? So that's where that started, and we was doing that, and then it came out a week later that there was hundreds of people doing it. And I was making about 5 to £10 a week on, on that, and that wasn't because I was laying in the grass every day. That was me actually playing the game and actually getting loot crates and just selling them for a quid, or I think it went up to two quid at one point. So I only laid in the grass when I was editing the podcast every now and then. But anyway, Hans and Tim have got a major thing with loot crates, being in games. They're totally against it, they hate it, and they think it's destroying the whole of the gaming community because if you keep buying loot crates, these companies will put microtransactions in and they will put in more loot crates and more stuff like that and it will be more money for us to pay at the end of the day. Now, where you get me wrong, Tim, is I hate loot crates as well. Paid loot crates, like in EA, yeah? I've never bought paid for, like, microtransactions to get a new gun or to get a new skin for a gun in that. I don't do it. All I do is games like Rocket League, where it's totally superficial. It's totally for uh, cosmetic purposes. So, a game like Rocket League, you only pay £15 for a game like Rocket League, roughly, yeah? Yeah, Then, what keeps me playing that game is... Because, to be honest, if I had the same car all the time, I would get bored of that game. Like, so I like... That if you say, like, I really want to have that pink hat for my car, you're going to have to gamble with money to get that thing. You cannot just buy the box which contains the pink hat. If you, you have want to, to get lucky to get it. If you want to get just the pink hat, you can. You can just go on an app and buy the pink hat. We're talking about the box... Yeah, but this is the point. Yeah, we are talking about the point. But you're, week. But you're saying instance, you're gambling because if you want to pay two quid for a key, you're going to gamble to get that pink hat. But it's not because I can go and get, I can trade that pink hat with someone else or I can yes, just go and buy the pink hat. But in other games you can't probably. This is the this is where the distinguishing line, this, I can't even say the word, distinguish, I can't say it. <laughs> the line is. 
<laughs> anyway, I'm very serious at the moment. I can't be laughing about words. Yeah, so the line... How many, how many people know actually of, about these sites where you can just say you, you want to skip the loot boxes and you just want to get that pink hat? No, I, know, where... I bet you a whole lot of kids don't know this. And they will just keep on buying loot boxes until they have the pink. Yeah, but that's the, the point. That's all if, but, when. We're talking about pure fact. And pure fact is, I play Rocket League because I enjoy having the chance to get uh, a crappy item or a good item. I, yes, but I you should up, get that by playing and racking up points. Yeah, don't get me wrong. Then but, the point, but the point Not is... Not by spending money on it. Yeah, but the point is, these developers, what you're missing the point is, if these developers don't put some kind of money or like monetize these extras they you're won't making it too easy for them no, just you're missing the point new maps and new dlc and hear, hear me that. out these people these developers put in these little like say a pink hat they put a pink hat in they put a yellow hat in they put a black hat in they put a gold hat in the gold one's worth more than the rest of them yeah so i play that game because i enjoy oh i just got a loot crate i'll buy that loot crate i'll pay for the one pound for the key or whatever because I get the chance of getting that hat. And in game, I get the chance of having something better than the other people. So I can show off, oh, I'm better than you. I got, I got lucky or I got this by playing more than you. I see absolutely no value in that. No, because, because that's I, see, the I just see some, some hat a developer made in yeah. like three minutes. In a this is what program. I'm saying. You're blinkered because you're only looking at your view. You would play the game like GTA. You play it. If you had a hundred different cars, you wouldn't care because you enjoy playing the game. You enjoy the gameplay of that game. I get bored of the game pretty quick. So if I was playing G- if I was playing um, Rocket League and I played it for like half an hour, I'd switch it off because I'd be like, I'm doing the same thing over and over again. It's I only... think you're pretty unique in this one. No, nah, there's lots unique. of there's lots of people like me. Trust me, because I trade. You really lot... keep on playing a game yeah, just because, because I trade. They like uh, the customization of it, not because of the gameplay. Yeah, I trade with a lot of people who we spend time trading. And winning, I've got loot crate. Yeah, what you got? Yeah, I'll trade you that. That's it's what like we do. Then, it's huh? like being at school when you had rubbers and you your pencil case. Same thing. <laughs> rubbers. Yeah. Did you never <laughs> do that? More like a job to me. Actually. Did you <laughs> never swap rubbers at school? No. <laughs> <laughs> what, what, what rubber you got? What rubber you got? I got a SpongeBob SquarePants one. You lot don't oh, know what you're rubbers. missing. People out there texting if you do the same as me used to go before school started at the beginning of the season. You'd go to WH Smith because they had the best rubbers. And you'd buy all the rubbers in there. And then when you went to school, you'd be like, yeah, I swap you this big round one. What is a rubber? Because a rubber is... An eraser. An eraser. And then, and then Nick made a loot box. And then you picked the best one. Yeah, I, I sold the rubbers in loot boxes to people. But no, <laughs> what, but my no, point is... A rubber what, I bought this up, <laughs> yeah, so I want to I say something. I bought this up. What I want to say is, I think it's just got out of hand on how much... They want to charge for people to buy loot boxes. There's, and there's... that only happens because there are idiots that keep on pumping money in these other loot boxes from other games. And the other company sees like, hey, well, look at this, man. If but Rocket yeah, League you hit the nail on the head there. Going without Tim, even releasing new pause a minute. You hit the nail right on the head. Now, where we were, because people, yeah, you don't know. Us four were arguing for about 400 messages 
uh, last week <laughs> over loot boxes. I opened, and, I opened the WhatsApp and thought, I ain't looking at yeah, that. Trust me, it got shirty. It went gritty. And uh, everybody was like putting their cards on the table. Right. We've had and enough of this. I was like, fuck work, man. I have to type this. Yeah. What I get my opinion across here. Even Jansen with his two million packages he was delivering was like, man, I've got, I got to stop and read this. But anyway. Oh, I, was, I was well late that day because yeah. I kept stopping to read the messages. But listen, let me get my point across. What I just wanted to swing, I can't say that. Why do I keep trying to say that word, distinguish? <laughs> I don't know why. But um, basically, where we went wrong is, and where we've got our wires crossed is, these microtransactions started happening a long time ago. Not in things like Rocket League or PUBG. It was in games like EA. It, that, like, um, was it Battlegrounds? What was it? What was the one? Uh, Battlefield 4, where you can buy all the weapons. As soon as you get the game, you can pay 100 quid or whatever, it's, and you get all the weapons. It's, it's been there since... Um... FIFA yeah, Ultimate Team. But that, yeah, FIFA, but they're the FIFA ones. They're the culprits. They're the biggest evil. Now, don't get me yeah. wrong. Things like Rocket League, do you know how I think they should change the way they do that? They should give the game away for free and then charge a pound a key. Yeah. That's what they should do. Because then you can play it if you want or you don't have to. Like, I'm happy to pay the 15 quid and then do it because no one's making me buy a key. I'm buying a key because I'm enjoying it and that's what I enjoy doing. If that means that if I join doing that and it's going to make everybody then go on to being every games company go, right, let's all put loads of microtransactions in, then yeah, it is it's damaging it a bit. But it's not as bad as what's going on with EA and games like your Battlefront, what's just done. The thing is, though, you're always going to have some rich guy going to yeah. go, oh, this, I'm going to buy everything. Yep. You know what I mean? What's the point? That's I'm going to buy everything. Well, fair and play to him. He's earned his money, man. But the poor, the poor but guy is we... sitting there doing his day-in, day-out job you ain't working hard enough <laughs> comes into his game wants to play a game and be like oh yeah I'm really enjoying this bang get shot by the best gun in the game oh how do I get that oh you've got to buy it oh but the how thing much is, is it my point oh, is I'll, I'll just go and sell my kid yeah but wacky my point is you lot knew you heard this lawsuit happening with is it with, with, with EA where they're they're it's, matching the top players with the with the higher rated guns with players with crap guns so that you the lawsuit was a patent a pattern, whatever it was, oh, but they did it. Activision, wasn't it? Was Activision, it? yeah. Yeah, so, so what they've done is they tried to put the really, really good players with the best weapons against the really bad players, so the bad players would then go and buy guns to try and catch up with these players. See, now yeah. that, to me, just it's, that would straight away be, I'm not buying a game off you again. Simple as that. But yeah, Rocket League... My point, listen, Rocket League, <laughs> wouldn't you like it more if you could just buy Rocket League for 15 euro, then play the game, and then... As you got better, you unlock bonus points or experience points, whatever. Which yeah, I would love that. But get that's not your gonna... loot crates from. And then every three months, there comes like an expansion pack for what, five or ten euros with new maps, new vehicles, what some, some content actually, not just a silly hat. And then you also know, <laughs> okay, if I spend ten euros on this downloadable content, I'm getting this map, this map, this map, this car, this car, this car. But I that does happen. Yeah. Rocket League do, does do that every month. They do put out, they put out new crates. And they put out new payable DLC. I don't mind that. I can live with that. But the point is, what you keep missing the point is, if it's not monetized in some way by the keys, like you're saying, DLC, if they were going to do a DLC, they would just do the DLC. And as you pay for it, you'd get everything. Because people yeah. would be like, I've paid for this DLC and I'm not getting this hat that I want. I'm not getting that bit I want. So there has to be some... The, the, you're missing the point. When you go up to a fruit machine yeah, and you can win £100 by putting a pound coin in, you're taking that risk. It's that risk that makes you feel good. You know what? Yeah, but I it's, think it's, the biggest it's problem. Going, hold on, oh, hold on you're both talking kids. at the same time. It's going to kids. Wouldn't well, make Sorry, the game an 18 then? Yeah, but then every game would be an 18. 
but that's the point I'm getting at. If the developers are willing to do this, blame the developers. And if you don't like it, don't buy their game. Well, you know what I mean? The real problem is that games haven't been haven't been a rise in, in price since like ten mm. years ago. They stay well, the, the same thing, price. Yeah, but these two hands, and they have gotten so much more expensive for the for. Yeah, <laughs> you and Hands were saying, look, put the price of a game up to a hundred euros, and then have everything in it. I'm paying a hundred pound for that. I need paying fifty pound. Mm. Have you not What's noticed? Gonna... I don't even buy AAA games anymore. I only buy indie games because <laughs> I can't be bothered to pay fifty pound for a game. The thing is, though, like. When I first got my PC, every game was like 30 quid. And then now, it's like games on PC are the same as what they are on PlayStation and Xbox. And it's like, that's what made PC different. Do you know yeah, what I mean? but and the point is, it's because you're playing AAA games. I don't really used, go for AAA they games. Didn't used to be, they didn't used to be 40, yeah, 50, if, 60 if quid. console, they're always been around the same I've got to be honest, I like, I like indie games because there's passion in that game. You know, you've got a couple of guys that sat down in a little office on their own, want to make some money, and they're like, right, let's make a game. Yeah, but in the game, yeah, yeah, yeah. They're getting involved. You know what I mean? Everyone's doing it. Everyone's seeing, oh, look, this is the new... compete against a GTA or... What about this, then? Tim, you know what's happening. What have you done about it to stop it yourself? Have you stopped buying any games? uh, Yes, I I specifically didn't buy... uh, um, What is it? Battlefront 2. Which I was really actually going to do. Yeah, that's what everyone was going to do, though. Jansen, you would have got that. I never as well, ever you? bought a loot crate in my life. Yeah, I'm, I'm still thinking about getting it because, me personally, none of this bothers me at all. Because you know, what, I, I yeah. just think, like, at the end of the day, <clears throat> it's always going to be something like this in games. Yeah. And I remember, like, I think it was Hans that said, like, why can't we just go back to the good old days where we just had DLC? But the thing is, back when DLCs came out, everyone was like, you're selling me half a game, and then a, a month later, you're selling me the other half. Yeah, so... It's, it's, so, but I'm, now you're saying, oh, they're the good old days. But then n- the next thing will come out, and you'll be like, I oh, remember back in the day where you could just buy loot crates. Yeah, that but, was so good. But this, this is what we were saying, This Tim. conversation was because going on, because you bought a game, and you already could read on the disc from the files on the disc that there was some content that was just locked, and you just unlocked it with a DLC. Yeah. Nowadays, people actually invest time to develop things. If you look at, for instance, like the Steep DLC passes that came, the Winter Packs, you, it actually was developed in combination with the community and actually and everything. So at you know at the end of the day, what I said and then Johnson said is the main key to the point of what I said. These companies which are doing this are all the massive multi-billionaire companies that are just out to make money. No, there's no passion in their games. True. You've got you've got a thousand people sitting in an office. But right, you're, hold, hold on a minute. It's not you're, true for everybody, you know? Yeah, most of them, the AAAs, you're going to do the design for this guy's skin. You're going to do design for that guy's skin. You're going to do the skin for the car. You're going to do this little road. You're going to do them buildings. Yes, yes, and that's what everybody does, yeah? That's what they do. If you go into an indie company... It's just a load of guys talking about what they're going to do, and they're doing it from their heart. It's passionate. But the thing is, what you failed to see Don't, is... Do you, you really think that the, that the people making games at these big companies are not passionate about this? Well, they, they no, but they don't have a say in it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's another thing. Yeah, that's another. yeah but the point EA like, lays out the law and says, this yeah. is what I want. Do you think the guys, the developers from Battlefront 2 are happy? Probably no, not. I don't think so. 
But there you go then. You just hit the nail on the head. And this is my point. At the end of the day, these guys, these AAA companies, they're big corporate companies. They tell everybody what to do. They tell them when it's got to be deadline. How many games do you see come out over the years which comes out, uh, goes over deadline, and then they're like, we want it out now. And then the game's ruined. The game you don't hear from. What was it? That one, um, No Man's Sky. Oh, that yeah. was meant to run late and it probably would have been a bit better. And they, they forced it out. And was it Sony that forced that out? Yeah. They forced it out and it flopped majorly but because there were so that, many that bugs goes and back, problems. Like, if you look at Rockstar, they've done it. Like GTA got put back so many times. Then Red Dead Redemption yeah. been put the back. The problem with No Man's Sky was some whole completely different. Eh? It was the problem was that the developer was was letting, showing all kinds of videos that, yeah. that weren't even the actual build. You know, he was telling about multiplayer and so on, yeah. and the things you saw in his videos about showcasing the, the game. There were all kinds of things that that, that weren't like in the game. Like false advertisement. Yeah, yeah. yeah but getting back to my point, though, the point I'm getting at is, if you take away loot boxes at this point, isn't it better the devil you know? If you take away the loot know. boxes at this point, what's going to come next? This. These companies will find a way to ex- like, take money out of your pockets either way. So I'd rather just keep to my loot box in Rocket League, keep myself happy, know that I'm actually enjoying Rocket League before someone makes these loot boxes illegal completely. Oh, yeah, and, and no, someone I, like me that doesn't care about loot boxes and cosmetics and stuff like that. Gets punished. I wanna, yeah, I want to buy my game for 10 quid. And Nick buys his game for 10 yes, quid. But, but then Nick, Nick, is, Nick put, put another 50 quid into buying loot boxes if he wants. <laughs> it's Steve Trainee. Yeah. <laughs> but we're talking about no. Battle from now, Jansen. Yeah. There, the loot boxes are to play with Darth Vader. That's not just a, that's not just a skin or anything. If you want to unlock everything in your Battlefront without paying a dime, you will have to grind for 4,500 hours to be able to unlock all the characters. Or you have to spend around two thousand dollars, and then you can also unlock all the weapons and all the yeah. But the thing characters. is, I, I'm the type of person that will get the game yes, and I'll exactly. play it, and I'll, I'll have fun with it, and then it will exactly. get to a point where I'm like, I'm done with this. Move yeah, on. To exactly. You won't grind it. You're not. You don't no. have the time. And I can understand this, but a whole lot of people do, and they are going to be disappointed. They are going yeah, to be like, okay, going to buy Battlefront. If they take away loot boxes, and the company's like, well, look, if we take away loot boxes, we're going to lose a hundred million each year. So we need to get that money back. Exactly. So let's just put the price of the game up. So yes, someone like me that's paying like 40 quid for a game, all of a sudden has to pay 100 quid for a game. And the next thing is as well, yeah, before you say, Tim, the next thing is when these games, if you stop loot boxes going in there, when they come to make the game, say next year's uh, Battlefront, yeah, what they'll do is because they can't put the loot boxes in there, they will make that game. It'll probably come out unfinished like now. And then because people are paying for it there and then, it'll just get dead. It'll just get dropped. See like how now they patch them and all that because the they know is, though, that more yeah, money's going in. With this, with this Star so. Wars, because they've done it so badly, they could, they might not even make another Star Wars game. No, but you're because, missing, that's not what I'm getting no, at. But, but, but what I'm trying to say is, yes, um, Jansen was saying, if you get rid of loot boxes, then the, the game might be higher in price. But... If loot boxes are not somehow sorted out, and like either you have to be age restricted to buy a loot box or something, then big companies like Disney that looked at what happened with Star Wars and got all this bad publicity are going to go, no, you're not making, I'll get, you're not making a Star Wars game. And then Jansen's sitting there going, oh, I was looking forward to Battlefront Three, but it's not going to come out. See, the thing is, you keep saying about ages and that, yeah. But the thing is, if you notice, CS:GO, yeah, it's an 18 game, yeah. You get a loot crate. You get a loot crate in that. You can sell it, can't you, for real money? What, what I'm trying to say no, wait, is, this, here though, this is it, my point. You can pay for that. I know what you mean. Yeah, but, yeah, <laughs> but listen, 
you can with a loot crate from CS:GO, you can sell that. You can get seven hundred pound skin out of a crate, yeah, and you can yeah. you could sell up seven hundred pound straight away. Yeah. Rocket League, there's no value. Steam does not have a value on Rocket League. That other game, Team Fortress, Team Fortress Two, that's another one. You can't sell the things. You have to get a third-party app to do it, which has to be 18 to log into but the what app. What has come up big about this Battlefront? It's it's got massive in the media. That's all I'm saying is it's now made people look like how many games are actually doing it. But this and, was my point at the beginning. But, they, but what but what I'm trying to say is it 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 ruins a lot of things. You know what I mean? Janet says it doesn't ruin his game. But, but we're why... all agreeing about, about that no, company. Yeah, of course, of course. What Hans course. and Tim's problem is, is me playing Rocket League, which is cosmetic only. It doesn't well, it's change like me the game. Call of Duty. I play Call of Duty and the, the stuff that's in there is cosmetic. Do you know what I mean? The skins and stuff that you buy, you can get in loot crates for your guns uh, are, uh, what do you call it? Skin. Uh, or like, um, just skins. They're not like They're paid superficial. to win. Yeah. Yeah, so so what's the harm in that? You're choosing to pay two quid for that key. It doesn't thing, affect anyone in game. All it is, does in long run is, is make more games put loot crates in. The thing is with Call of Duty is you can go into the game and I, yeah, I've I when I bought the game they give you free money basically and say look this is what you can get by by uh, ten crates and be be with it. I mean, or you can go up to this guy that gives you orders and it says get a hundred kills in in a day, and you come back and you get a crate for free. You know what I mean? We get yeah, a crate for but playing. But Rocket League does that as well. You play every yeah. time you play every couple of games, you get that, a free to drop. I, I don't mind that. Do you know what I mean? I and don't that's mind what I'm that. saying. I don't mind you know that either. The thing with this Call of Duty is it was so sneaky. They they try to they try to really rip the money out of your wallet. Like one of the first missions to do is because you can only open the crates in one of these like these headquarters. It's like how do you call yeah. it? Like the, the, the player where all the players meet. Yeah, and you can only open crates there. When you open a crate there, it really comes dropping out of the sky with a lots of music and big smoke. And everybody sees that. One of your main missions is watch three other players open a crate. Yeah. But the thing is, like, there's always going to be three other people open crates. But you don't know if they've paid money. You don't know if they grind to get. No, them but they really crates. make it like, hey, these crates are really it, you know. You yeah, but them. but the thing is, like, these crates are cosmetic. It's same with Rocket League. They're cosmetic. They're not. They're not yeah, giving them any advantage. Yeah, but they're really. And this is my point from the beginning, Tim. This was our argument that we had the other day. Was <laughs> you and Hans blaming me and Rocket League for for all these problems? When this is what I'm trying to say to you, I hate loot crates, paid to win loot crates in games like EA games and that, as well as you do, just as much. And this is what I'm trying to, this is what I'm trying to distinguish. I can't say that word. Why do I keep saying it? <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was, t- yeah, this is what I was trying to say to you in their messages. I'm on your side when it comes to big games doing this and causing games to have paid stuff in. When what really I'm trying to say is. On the Rocket League, yeah, I like it, but with the big games that are messing up the gaming like side of society, yeah, I'm totally against it. And that's what I was trying to say. You was blaming me for everything. <laughs> it's all your fault. <laughs> I just think that if you gamble with real money, and yeah, that's that's the thing. I okay, but what about football stickers that have been around since like the seventies or something? Yeah, like, yeah, kids... that's also actually that's the same. Yeah, if you, but the thing is, you you don't know. It's all lucky dip. So you pay like 50p and you get your five stickers, but you'd never know what you're going to get. And the companies intentionally have rare stickers so that you have, like, everyone will have the same sticker book and everyone will have the same two stickers missing. It's like, 
You put hundreds like, of pounds into it. The thing is, though, it's 50p, yeah, 50p accumulates to a lot more money. But with EA, they've just gone, you know what, if you spend two grand, you can have every player in the game. It's just that... Yeah, and that's just, where the fault is. That's just a bit overboard. You know, if it, just, if it was just... If they, no. All right, let's summarise. Let's summarise, yeah? EA is evil, Tim don't buy and Hand, they believe if you buy crates in these games, which is cosmetic only and seems all right, you're adding to the problem because other games will come in in the future and be like, oh, they, they do well from that. We'll put that into our game, is which you don't it's want. so easy me, money, man. Yeah, I have a me, friend who designs 3D things. It's the hat, what he makes yeah. in one minute. Yeah, but me, I don't mind that. I want them to make millions of hats so that I can have a different hat to everybody else. That's what I'm playing for. I want to have the hat that no one's got. I want to come into game and a guy goes, where do you get that hat from? My, That's I what I want. I'm going to make a game. You, this is my point. You, you can't <laughs> accept. Cash cow, you. And this is what I'm saying. <laughs> you can't accept my opinion. That's the problem. I can accept your opinion. You can't accept mine. No. it's, yeah, it's I can understand hard. where you're coming from with the problem Just and why you idiot. feel that no. way. <laughs> no, but I can understand. <laughs> <laughs> I can understand the way you feel Moving about on. this. I wish you didn't up now. What if your kid in two or three years is like, Daddy, I spent 700 you know what, that's, 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 ultimate team. That was like the main thing that I thought was my news, yeah, but I, I didn't I didn't want to say it at the beginning, but when we started talking, I was like, I'll pop it in there. At the end of the day, at the end of the day, this is my, this is my conclusion at the end of the day, yeah? If you take away these loot boxes, however you do it, with lawsuits or whatever, it's only going to damage something else, and the big companies will only find another way to be able to take money off you. Whether it's to raise the price of the game to 100 quid a game, which I won't ever buy. That's true, but it was the same like with Napster. They also said, oh, Napster is killing all the music and all the downloading. They also had to find other ways. Look at it. Look at uh, Spotify and, and Deezer. Yeah, How many and what happens to Napster? You was all getting free music, and then you all got bumped off. You had to go yes, somewhere else, because you were like complaining music, about it. The music, the music industry also had to find different ways of... Making their their things yes. sell again, and they and do. That's it. That's the evolution, and this is yeah. the evolution of games. And this is what exactly. Said. And we we prove them now that what EA was doing with Battlefront is not going to work on the gamers. Yeah, but it might not. Another solution. But the thing is, EA are being greedy, so they they try to exploit something that was kind of okay. And they're like, well, let's just make it ten times more and yeah. make ten times yes, more money. Yes, yes. That's but the if, way they see it. But like have... Zach was saying, like. You're just uh, a wallet. Disney, Disney will say, well, we don't want you making our game anymore, and there won't be a battlefront anymore. But there will, because there's other developers out there that will jump on the chance. But so, if there would be six AAA games out now with, with the Battlefront 2 loot box system and everything, and nobody would complain. It would take half a year before all these indie developers would think, like, hey, look at them, they can do it. We can also do this. Pretty yeah, but it doesn't money. have to be, be indie. In every game. Yeah, it doesn't have to be indie. Because if Disney are like, look, you're exploiting the people that we sell our game to. That's our brand. That's our name. Yes, we don't want. We don't want EA making our game anymore. They still want the game, so they'll only... go to someone else and they'll say, look, you can make our game, but we don't want this stupid loot box. And that's the problem why they've done it with Star Wars because they knew, oh, Star Wars. No one's going to say nothing about that. Let's whack some price on there. Yeah. But that's only because also the riot went on on Reddit that Disney responded. If if nobody complained, Disney wouldn't have replied. At the yeah, end of the day, you know, it wasn't guys. happening in the background. Disney mm. weren't in talks with EA, like in the background. At the end of the day, down, yeah. Basically. At the end of the day, time will tell what's going to happen. And I bet yeah. you we'll have a little wager. I end bet you day, 
something to happen with loot boxes. It will get stopped or something to happen. And then something a couple of months later will come up and everybody will be like, oh, which loot boxes were back? This <laughs> new thing's rubbish. End yeah, of the day. Everybody will be on their toes then for the new thing. End of the day, Hugs not drugs. Let's go. <laughs> I thought drugs make hugs. <laughs> I was just in a GTA lobby and I had two million so fire right. truck to all the, the right. That's enough of loot boxes, sections. anyway. People, let's let us know on. what you think. Let us know if you think with the loot boxes, maybe we should uh, segregate the whole world into two halves: loot boxes and non-loot boxes. We'll put on Twitter. Have a battle royale. Yeah. Put on Twitter a Twitter poll. Yeah. We could do that. That's quite a good idea. For or against. <laughs> yeah, loot boxes or non-loot boxes. Right, let's move on. We hadn't even got into the games yet because that, that subject was a sore subject. <laughs> and we was all like, actually, before we started the podcast, Tim was like, look, um, I'm not going to talk about it until Hans comes along. I, I'm <laughs> a man now. I needed you, goddammit. <laughs> oh, I'll <pull> it out. <laughs> Hans will be listening to this and he'll be screaming. Yes. Timmy, you should have said this. Some, <laughs> some poor like old woman will be crossing the road and he'll like, mow her down or something where he's so angry <laughs> in his beamer. I'm sorry, Hans, it's too late. It's one I don't, he ain't got a beamer no more, has he? He's got a different car now. Let's move on anyway. Let's get into some games, not loot boxes. Right, this month, I've been playing a game which I've really, really enjoyed. And uh, Tim's been playing it with me. There's no loot crates in it. Only little bits of DLC <laughs> that you can buy if you want to, which are cosmetic. Yeah, it's called Heliborn. What did you reckon of this game, Tim? I loved it, man. Yeah, it was fun to play. It was fun to play. It, I, I can, straight off, from the bat, I can tell you straight away... Heliborn is just like World of Tanks, but with helicopters, so you've got much more sort of control than that. Like in World of Tanks, you drive out from behind a building, and then you see the other highlight, red, go around the other tank, and you shoot it, it kills you or you kill it, and that's game over, yeah? In this, because you're in a helicopter, you've got all sorts of different controls. So, like, you could fly into an area, see a helicopter in front of you, and then you've got to try and manoeuvre to get that helicopter to get your guns to attack it. Or you've got to be levelled up enough to have rockets and stuff like that. But this game is just exactly the same, but they've done such a good job of it. The game costs fifteen forty nine. It's got a few little DLCs you can buy if you want, but they're like purely skins and that. But I just really enjoyed it. You can, it's like World of Tanks where you play multiplayer. You can play like single players, so like me and Tim can play single player together, where we fight against like grounds. Or we can fly and actually set up a server where eight people can come in and we can actually fight against other aircraft. But it's not just like World of Tanks where you killed the other, the other tanks. You actually have to do things on the ground. You have to take over areas. You have to fly to certain places. You have to drop army men down into bases. And then that sort of levels you up a little bit, doesn't it? How, how would you explain it, Tim? Yeah, it's a indeed kind of World of Tanks. Flying around, you have a whole bunch of helicopters which you can choose. They yeah, and and there's no and, uh, at no point you have to like pay to upgrade to the next helicopter like World of Tanks. You you can get all of them. I pretty yeah, much just unlock them by playing. Yeah, I think I played it for about a week, and I pretty much unlocked. I got to the because there's at the moment you've got the the Russian like helicopter tree, and you've got what was the other one? The USA. No? The USA. Yeah, that's it. The USA. And basically, it, it works the same. You start off with three low levels. One will be like an attack class, one will be an armor, one will be like a people carrier. And you sort of have to balance, because you can, you can put them into a squadron. So you've got a squadron of three, three helicopters. And you can like, in that helicopter, say you've got like ten slots for men. You could have like four men which are just normal troops, which they man the guns when you land. And then you can have like 
one um, like mortar guy and then like two rocket launcher guys. And basically, you can strategically like put these on the ground. So it's not just fighting other helicopters. You've actually you're you're trying to do all this at once. So you're like micromanaging what areas have been taken over. They'll come back and take over other areas. And you also get missions as you're doing this. So if I want to win, say against Tim, we've both got to do 20 missions. So my first mission might be go to area four, kill all the guys mm-hmm. there, take over that land there, put 10 men down. Then it'll be do that mission. It will succeed or not succeed. If I don't succeed that mission, he'll get a point. If I do succeed that mission, I'll get a point. But then he's got these missions to do as well, but in a different level, like different way round. And there could be one that's like, there's a, there's a convoy of tanks coming from five to six. Go there, and I'll be doing that, but he'll be doing something else. But some of the missions will be like, you need to get, like, if he's... I've just taken an area off of him from, like, red to blue, say. I will have to put a man on the ground for that to actually become my area. So if I'm in an attack helicopter that can't carry any men... I've got to fly all the way back to base before he takes it over again, pick up a couple of men, drive them back, or swap my helicopter. So it gets a lot more technical, doesn't it? Yeah. I, I, go on. You have to think a bit before you do some actions indeed. Yeah, because it can all just go wrong really fast if you don't. But the, the actual quality of the game, the graphics I found are amazing. You've got like quite a few maps on there. You've got like quite a few skins you can unlock with just in-game currency. So as you play, you get money. And you get points, like stars, just like World of Tanks. It is actually very, very much like World of Tanks. But I've got to be honest, because this isn't a free-to-play game, it's at, it's like we are saying about loot boxes, really. You've got the loot box scenario, or you've got the pay-up-front scenario, you know. And this is the sort of pay-everything-up-front, you get everything. But once you've played the game, like I said earlier, Tim, once you've played and you've unlocked everything, that's it, the game's done. Yeah, yeah you don't have to grind for 20,000 hours. Yeah, you don't carry on, though. You just... And that's, again, where we differ, because I'd like to continue with more, getting more and more stuff, whereas you're like, I've played that game, I've completed it, I've got every helicopter, I'll wait for some DLC, and then I'll continue on a little bit longer, yeah? No, it depends if the gameplay is really good, I'll keep on playing, that's yeah. that's for sure. It's just like GDA, I, have, I haven't bought a new car in ages, I'll just keep racing the same yeah, cars. I'll tell you what, it's well addictive as well, we played this game for ages, man. And we did do quite a few nights where it was like, should we get on Heliborn? And then we'd get a few other players. Yeah. Um, but I, it took me a long time to realise that there's another mode where you can actually get the other online players. So I can set it up where I've got, say, us four in a room. We're on one team, and then four people on another team. And basically, we we just literally fight them. And then when you come out, you get so many points. You upgrade your ships, you know, your helicopters, you do a bit more, and then you go back in. Really, really good game, you know. It's like single-player, multiplayer, co-op. Yeah, and it takes a little while to get it used, to get used to, the, to flying the helicopters, I think. It does say it's cross-platform, but what other computer is it on? No idea. I've just seen it now. I didn't. I don't know which other. Um, I don't know what other computer is on, but it says it's cross-platform, and there's 40 helicopters. So there's a lot of helicopters, and I've actually been in uh, in touch with the devs on this, and I sent them a few questions and stuff like that. And basically, they said they will be continuously the main thing about this game is just continuously to keep adding maps adding more helicopters keep topping it up you know so that you've always got some more to do adding some more game modes and stuff like that so that's yeah they're really going for a little uh, real uh, realism yeah the graphics man yeah, the yeah. uh, do, what what screen did you play this on just on a light tv no, yeah, but what's what's resolution because i'm playing 1080, 1080 as well i wondered if yeah. he was playing at 4k no, 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 I don't have 4K yet. I should have played it on 4K when I went downstairs. 
but yeah, the game is uh, really, really nice. I've, re- I've really enjoyed playing it. And do you know what? If a few more of the boys get it, we can get back on there and actually play like a couple of us uh, together. I- I've got all the way up to the last tier in one helicopter, so I've got like a proper. It looks like it tells you all the information about all the helicopters as well, so you can read about the helicopters and stuff like that. You can upgrade all your guns, and then before you get to the next one, like me and Tim done a totally different route. I went down the route of just upgrading to the next helicopter, next helicopter, next helicopter, but leaving them all very basic until I got to the attack chopper at the end, which is like an Apache. And you, you just done like I'm going to get the first one, totally upgrade that, then I'll get the second one, totally upgrade that. Yeah, I upgrade the ones I really liked. But the thing is, you got because the way it works is, the lower end ones you've got like level one, two, three, and four. And if you look, if you imagine like a family tree, but going from left to right, so you've got one helicopter that splits into two, two helicopters that splits into four, four helicopters splits into two separate trails, and then two are there, two are there. And what happens is you've got lines down the screen of level one, level two, level three, level four. So as you go from left to right, they go from level one to level four. Now, if you get level one helicopter and you upgrade it enough, it will go to level two. If you get a level two helicopter, you can upgrade it to level three and so on. But you can't go more than one jump. So level one can't go to level three. Level four can't go to level one. It gives you that sort of scope to choose the helicopter you want and, and put it up into the next level. And you also, did you know, Tim, you get points for your squadron. So if you put too many guns and, and soldiers onto one helicopter, it makes your yeah, other two helicopters yeah, weaker. Yeah, yeah. I Which, took a while to find that out. Yeah, because it is it is quite tricky at first to, to get your to know your way around because there's lots of different yeah, yeah, ways yeah. to do stuff. Like to do a mortar, it took us ages to work out how to do a mortar. And what you have to do is you've got the button to do a mortar, but what you have to do is you have to have a mortar guy on your pla- on your helicopter. So you take two mortar guys, you fly your helicopter into battle, and normally when you got a mortar, you ain't got no guns. So you fly in, you drop the mortar guys down, fly back, and then you can actually fire mortars, and you see the ground crews firing them off, which I, I really like that about it, and the mortars are really good. What, what else do you like about this game? never checked out the tutorial page. You were like, let's get on this game, let's do this, let's do this mission, we'll figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> and then after two days I found out, hey, there's a whole page with like 100 different tutorials. Yeah, I didn't look at any tutorials, dude, I just wanted to play. Just enjoy Actually, playing. You're the guy in the guy who buys something and never reads the manual. That's how you learn, isn't and then, it? And then after three years, it's still, I really don't know what this button does, but. <laughs> no, no, I've, I can safely say I've never actually once ever in my life gone, I don't know what this button does, because if I see a button, as I found out when I found that button on my first PC on the back of it, on the power supply, the big red one says, don't touch. And then there's me going, hmm, big red button on the back of my computer. I wonder if that makes it go faster. And then I realized I changed the actual... If I buy something, I'm already reading the manual in the car. I changed the button and blew my my power supply up and fried the motherboard. But see... Yeah, I always read the manual because there'll always be something in there... Me too. Yes, yes. ...that you won't know about. Yes. Don't get me wrong. Uh, Do you know what? Does anyone else do this or not? If I put a motherboard into a machine, I'll read the whole manual. Of course. Motherboard... That I always did that. If people don't realise that, the motherboard, the manual tells you every single switch and button, and every motherboard is different. So if a new motherboard, like when I get a new like chipset motherboard come out for a new processor, I'm really intrigued to get that. That when when my customers there, I'm like, oh, do you mind if I just read through your book while we're waiting to do this or whatever? And I find all these new things. Like that's where yeah. you find all the new buttons, the new little gadgets. 
if you have an Asus or like a gaming motherboard, go inside the nitrous is button. So thick. No, the manual is so thick. There's so many pages. You got a nitrous button where you can do I it. I remember really in the old days before even these case moddings with 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 Windows and everything, when you just had a case without a window. You know, the, when you buy a, an Asus motherboard, you would get a sticker to to stick on the inside of your case. Which would show you the whole layout of your motherboard and yeah, would show you that. everything. Everything. Talking this about stickers. This, this, uh, yeah. Talking about stickers. I know someone that likes to put a sticker on their case. Sharp, you got one on near now. <laughs> <laughs> Take that RGB <laughs> one off your yeah. case now. Come on. Yeah, but the only reason <laughs> I've got a sticker on my case is because I've just literally finished putting it together before right. recording the I podcast. Made a PC, my first PC. I made a mistake of sticking the little Intel Core ice inside <laughs> in the bottom left-hand corner of my PC. And you've got the cheeks to have a go at his Crocs. <laughs> oh, my God. How dare you come? I bet, you, I bet you're wearing Nike Air Jerusalems right now. Jerusalem? <laughs> 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 uh, it's like putting Go Faster stripes on your car. Yeah, when it's a 1.2 or something, and you think, yeah. why? What have you just done to yourself? <laughs> Big spoiler. <laughs> yeah. Slow diesel. Do you know what? I bought a car. Just go off subject for a second because this is well funny. When I was like 19, I had an X. I, I was into my XR2s, the the Mark II ones. Now you got to admit they were nice little cars with the spotlights and that, yeah. Yeah. And uh, do you remember you could get one with a whale tail, like it was off yeah. of uh, off of the Cosworth Sierra? Yeah. Co- not, was it a Sierra Cosworth? Yeah. Yeah, it was a Sierra Cosworth. Oh my the, God, these yeah, were huge. Yeah, there's like the that's why it's called a whale tail, you nutter. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. So I had a grand saved up, and I was like, I want to buy a new XR2. Not the XR2i, I want the Mark II one. So I look online on eBay, or whatever it was at the time, and I was like, right, I found one, it was in Essex. So I was like, I'm going to go and get this. So I make my mate drive me all the way over there, yeah, in the middle of the night. It's silver, it had the uh, the headlight conversion to the dual lights and that, and it had the big spoiler, it was all custom painted, it looked wicked, it looked like it had the full body kit on it, everything, like proper done up. I was like, I've got to buy this now. So I go rushing down there as a, like an excited kid, get my cousin to take me down there. I get down there, I look at it in the dark, yeah, and I'm like, yeah, don't worry about it, mate, it's cool. Give him a grand. And back then, that was a lot of money for a car, yeah. It's like, yeah, have a grand. Get the car, drive it all the way back to my house. I think I was under my work insurance at the time because I was a mechanic back then. Drive it all the way back to my house. In the morning, I come out the front of my house to look at it, yeah, and I get in it, I'm like, yes. And I sat in the seat and I was like, man, it's a bit bouncy in this seat. I don't know why it's so bouncy, so I thought I'd better get out and have a look. So anyway, I get out and have a look here, and I purely bought it because it had this massive silver whale tail on the back. I get out, look underneath the car, the seals down both sides were so rusty, yeah, that there was a hole on both sides of the car, all the way down the seals, (laughs) and the bouncing on the seat was the floor pan moving because it was not attached to the sides. (laughs) And I was like, I remember walking into my house, and my dad going, you dick. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> and it just sat outside my house and I think in the end I sold it to my next door neighbour for like 400 quid and he turned it into a stock car and welded it all up <laughs> and I was like man but yeah off track a bit but pretty funny mm-hmm. to me anyway if he was there <laughs> as a tumbleweed goes past yeah. <laughs> we were yeah. all thinking where's this going yeah <laughs> no, just, and just, it went nowhere I was just letting you know that I was being a twat <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Heliborn anyway, back to Heliborn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Heliborn is a really, really good game. If any of you do like it, um, let us know. We'll get into that with you. We're really up for playing it. Just need a few more players and that. 
but yeah, it's made by Jetcat Games. Really nice little game. Um, I'm waiting for some more like, new helicopters to come out, and I'll be straight back on that. Right, the other game I've been playing this month, if the lines go dead on all the other people on the podcast, I'm really sorry, but it might. I've been playing a game, <laughs> a game called Puzzle Quest Galatrix. Have anything ever played this? <laughs> Your line has been disconnected. <laughs> Isn't it Galactics? That's what I just said. You said Galactrix. It is tricks. You can't read. You've called it Galactics. No, I haven't. Yeah, there's, there's, there's no R in it. There's not on my notes, but there is on the game. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm looking at the notes. <laughs> Sorry, people. I thought the notes were private just to the podcasters, but it's <laughs> they've showed you my spellings. <laughs> it was very rushed tonight. Very rushed. But yeah, now it's called Puzzle Quest Galactrix. You don't yeah, like this game? That chapter. <laughs> <laughs> this is what I was saying. This is what I was going to say to you people. This game is basically. Like Tetris from years ago, it's just a puzzle game. And do you know what? Lately, that's not Tetris. No, but it's not Tetris. Bejeweled or something, no? It's like that, yeah, a bit like Bejeweled. But the point I'm getting at is, I was playing games like hardcore every night, and do you know? Sometimes you just get to the point where you just think, I don't want to think about what I'm doing. I just want to chill out, relax, and just have a few clicky button games. You know, where you don't have to worry so much about it. And I played this game. Now, don't get me wrong. If you looked at it at first glance, yeah, you would think this is a puzzle game where it's a bit like um, Puzzle Jewel or whatever, Jewel Quest or whatever it is. But it's not. There's actually more to this game than actually first meets the eye. It does look like one of them games. It looks like the sort of game that you wouldn't play. The reason I like this game is, basically, <laughs> imagine you're in space, yeah? You've got the space map. You've got hundreds of uh, like little like stars and little lines, like a star chart map, yeah? You start off in one area, and it actually it's called Puzzle Quest because you do actually go on a quest. You go through space and you have these puzzles at every point. So I, it might you do a little story bit, an introduction and that, and then it will go, right, you need to go to such and such and rescue this robot. So you go to, you, to in order to get to that place, you have to go through a stargate. Now, when you get to the stargate, you have to do a mission to open a stargate. So the mission for that will be you've got to find so many of these patterns of colors in the specific time to open a stargate. You go through the stargate, you get to the next area. Then you get other ships attacking you and stuff. And in order to beat these ships, you have to have the right sequence of colours. Like, so say you want, you've got your shields. Your shields are down. If you get three, like, blue, like, hexagons, your shield will go up a little bit. If you get the red ones, then you can fire your guns. If you get the green ones, it puts you through to the next level. If you get the white ones, you get XP. And it goes up and up like that. And as you go through the star systems, you build up your spaceships, you can buy and sell weapons, you can add people to your crew, you can uh, mine for money. And the game goes on for ages, like you can go around a whole system. Is this not sort of intriguing to you lot? You're not really mining and, and you're just clicking in the menu and then you have it to... Sounds like, it sounds like Candy Crush with a storyline. Candy Crush, yes, that's it. That's what it, it, is. it is a bit like Candy Crush with a storyline. It's easy to play, easy on the eye. And it's also got a story where, like, to be honest, I started playing it, thinking the same thing as you guys. And then I was like, that that ship there is £200,000. My ship's worth, like, £50. And then I started going up, started going up. And then as you get into it, you can build new weapons. You can upgrade new weapons. You can go to secret locations and find weapons. But the whole basic comes back to you playing these games. 
like these of with with fighting other things so like when you start the round there'll be like mines all over the map in order to get to hit them like to fire at them you need to, they've got the mines will have either 10 free or one points on you have to line three of them mines up so say you get three tens you've got a massive like shot of them you take off 30 points of their life but then they might be building their their shields back up they might have special weapons like if they get 10 reds they can use a special weapon which will then give them a boost of their life back so it's it's a game that goes much deeper than it first looks and it actually has got quite a decent storyline like you'll go here you'll pick people up you'll go to alien planets they'll need it they need problem solving and as you get bigger and bigger you go to certain areas and you get like uh, as you say it like psi psi psionic powers where you can jump leap, you can like go through jump gates quicker, and you unlock more and more stuff. It's actually, I know what you lot are thinking, and just because I'm a hardcore gamer, and I own Extreme PC UK, doesn't mean I can't play a little game. No, no, that's play whatever you want, man. Exactly. It just looks like something like my... So you lot yeah, can piss off. My girlfriend's mom. <laughs> 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 it looks like something my girlfriend's mom would play on her phone. The, the yeah. thing is, again... You're judging the book by its cover. You're not willing to open the page. It's really not something for me. You're naive <laughs> and ignorant. I couldn't people. even play that on my phone, I think. You probably... I don't know if it's on your phone, but if it is, it's, uh, I would play that on my phone, definitely, if it was on there. Because it does... It, you, I, I know for a fact, if you two... Or you three went to play this game, and you played it for ten minutes, and I rang you, in an hour's time, you'd still be playing it. Because it's got a major, major point of... Oh, I just want to get, just want to get to the next bit. I can't get past this ship. You find yourself battling these ships. Like they've got all these different types of aliens, and and if you help some, you go up, and if you don't help them, you go down. And if you go to the area and they don't like you, then they're going to attack you. If you help them, they're going to help you. And it's got a lot more than just a puzzle game. But if you if you're up for playing a puzzle game, anyone, try it. Puzzle Quest Galatrix. There's another game they do just called Puzzle Quest, which is more of a fantasy one. Like a bit more like Zeldery, but doing the same thing with a different puzzle game. But do you know what? It's a little game. Doesn't cost a lot of money. It says over thirty hours of gameplay, so that's that's quite hard. Well, that's how long it says that it's got in it. Yeah, about this game. Oh, really? It has quite some mixed reviews. So. I've played sixteen hours on it. Quite so, a review says the game sheets on you. You know, you can't go wrong. It's only a couple of quid for the game. You know, how can yeah, you go wrong with a game that's so yeah, yeah, it's, oh, it's six ninety nine normally, and it's on sale now for two pound nine pence. If it's still on sale when you listen to this podcast, which is obviously oh. the twenty seventh of uh, November at the moment when we're recording. So, but check it out. It's by Infinite Interactive, and it's obviously just a little game for a bit of fun. You know, it it's no different to playing golf with your friends. It's the same sort of thing, just a bit of fun. No loot crates in there. <laughs> <laughs> See, you get a game with no loot crates and you knock it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, Puzzle Quest Galatrix, check it out, people. And if it isn't your type of game, let us know. And I won't review any more of these little games. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah. Now, here's a game for your mobile Grid Autosport released today on iOS. The full race game from. Uh, what is yeah, it? but I wouldn't want to play that on a phone. No? Nah. Yeah, nice. I think if you do want to play, like I download, I don't, I very, very rarely play games on my phone. But if I do ever get really bored, I play the like really, really, I don't know how to describe them. Like the one I'm playing at the moment, which I downloaded today while I was waiting for a delivery, 
was one where you've got a grid of like seven by seven squares and then you've got coloured dots. Like you'll have two reds, two blues, two greens, two whites. Just some puzzle game, you mean? And you literally just, you've got I'm to try it. games. Yeah, see, that's the thing. I just get match the lines up. I like thinking games that get me thinking, like ones like spelling and stuff like that. No, I just play the games not to think, actually. Mm, fair enough. Mm. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Let's move on. Jansen, what have you been playing this month, dude? Alright, well, this month I've only been playing one game, and that's the Call of Duty World War 2. Is that because you've been working like a trooper? Pretty much. <laughs> yeah, because with me in work, obviously doing deliveries, Christmas is the busiest time of the year, so I'm not really getting much time to play games. You wouldn't realise it, people, but he's actually delivering right now with his headset on. <laughs> <laughs> well the reason why we were late today is because i was working till like 10 o'clock we'd only been waiting for an hour and a half before that but he yeah. doesn't mind <laughs> nah. i'm good with that <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right go on, crack on yeah so call of duty everyone knows the franchise and although wacky is a lover of call of duty uh but me personally i Went off Call of Duty, I think it was Black Ops 2. Yeah, same, after, exactly the same as me. After you got yeah. shot in the back a million times, I was spawning. Yeah, and, and it just got stupid. The game just got stupid. because you had bouncing like, everywhere. Yeah, you had like backpacks that you were flying around, running along walls. Oh, I never played that one. No? No, I, got, I, didn't, I never played that one. And I remember you saying you were going to review the next one, which was in space or something. Is that this one? Yeah, yeah. Uh, no. So the space one was the one before this, but... The space one was the same thing. You still had these like jumpsuits where you could fly around. You had like um, like it's, X-ray vision. Like, and... I always say it, but it's like they're trying to do the same game but different, and they're trying to add new stuff every time. And it's got to the point where they've added so much new stuff, the game's crap. Yeah, that's my view anyway, personally. But it's if they like, just I, put more guns I, in it, it'd be good. Yeah, because I I get when companies are like, look, we've got to mix it up a bit because we've been doing the same thing. We're just reskinning an old game, and so they add these things to it. But, but I don't know. What, look at they're, FIFA. They're, they're doing it for the sake of doing it, yeah, and look, a lot of the time it's crap. Do you know what I mean? Look at FIFA. The same thing every year. They the sales are immense because everybody yeah. knows what they're getting and they want it. Yeah, and they know it's just going to be that little bit better than last year. With, with football, that's a bit great. different because it's just got to have the new players updated, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the new it. players. But as well, it will have like um, the new soundtrack. It will have better graphics. It will have better AI. So they're just tweaking the game every time. It'll have and better you know, hackers. Yeah, you you know exactly <laughs> what you're getting. But yeah, with Call of Duty, it's like the last few I just didn't really have any interest in. But with this one, I like they were going back to the old school, and it was going World War Two, realistic, nitty gritty. Yeah, is that and not just it, copying the other one, Battlefield One? Battlefield, yeah, pretty much. They're they're kind of doing the same thing. I I think their plan is that they're taking it back to the oldest wars they can, and they're going to work their way through them again. So that's why Battlefield did Battlefield One. And these guys are doing World War Two, but I think it's good because it, it takes you back to a realistic war, and you feel more immersed in it because you know that what you're doing, what you're using, is real. It really happens. It's not just that it's real as well; it's also that you realise you can have an actual gunfight because there's not some super unreal weapon that can shoot you from the other side of the map. 
Yeah, exactly. And you haven't it's got... It's like a handgun and a yeah, rifle. It's not like if you have someone standing in front of you, in this game, you can just shoot them. In the other game, you have someone standing in front of you, next thing you know, they're 30 feet up in the air and you're like, oh my God, where are they gone? <laughs> yeah, or they're running along the wall. You're chasing them and they run up the wall and over the building. And you're like, well... Again, am I, am, I meant to, am I meant to kill Like anyone? we were saying yeah. about loot boxes, if the game ever gets pants, I stop buying it. Yeah, but I think that's the same with everyone. And I think that's what they've got to now where they're like, yeah, we, we need to go back to our roots and we need to start again. And I think Battlefield had the same idea. I've got, and... I got a question for Wacky quickly, because you're, you're a lover of this game and you love these like the franchises of games. Yeah? They're your favourite games. And yeah. you also like PUBG. What's your stance on this? Because in my eyes, when you've got a game like PUBG coming out and Fortnite, yeah, where you've got this massive open world and you've got 100 people on a map, and there's a new one coming out soon that's got up to 1,000 people on a map and it's on a server on the cloud, what, mm. is, your, what is your stance on these old-school, old-fashioned games like these Call of Duties and that, where you've got 30 people in a little map running around and you're just bang, 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 when you've got a PUBG? Depends what kind of player you are. You still go back and buy these games. Completely different, I think. Yeah, see, you're you're putting two games that are completely different. See, in my opinion, though, it's like, why would I play Call of Duty when I'm on a short little like little map where I'm getting killed a million times? Yeah, but with what I found recently is obviously I play a lot of PUBG and I play a lot of Call of Duty. But with Call of Duty, it's you play ten minutes, you're in a lobby. You play ten minutes, you're in a lobby. PUBG, you could play for at least thirty, forty, fifty minutes. Yeah. And then you get to the end, and you get no reward. Yeah, you get ten you know points. I mean? Yeah, you get <laughs> yeah. ten points, and you're dead. Do you know what I mean? And what's the point? Where that was the point. <laughs> no, but you <laughs> want to play. You, you want to play it to win, don't you? And yeah, now I get what you're saying. With, with PUBG, you spend a lot of time playing, and sometimes you don't do a lot of winning. Yeah, it's Where a bit with frustrating. Call of Duty, with Call of Duty, you can have your bad games and you can have your good games, you know what I mean? Do you know what? I actually and used to be short. really, really good at Call of Duty. I used to come on top of the league, but like, top of the table like, and go. They bought in a, uh, a new game mode called War. It's, it's, it's still like, you might have heard it before because obviously there's been war in other Call of Duty, game modes called War in other Call of Duties. But this one is like objective-based. It'll be like, go to the bridge, build the bridge. But then you'll be shooting each other and you still have to try and do that objective. Then an objective is move the tank through the city to the other end. So you have to work together, stay near the tank so the tank keeps on moving, and then shoot people. And obviously, so they have put some more into it then. Yeah, well, it's, it's not massive, but it's it's like three different stages in each level on on war. So it brings like this game mode is much longer than every other game mode, I think. And so, but that's why I think like when you compare something like Call of Duty compared to PUBG, they are two completely different, different games. games yeah the only thing is you're shooting each other that's the only similarity maybe the mm. way i look at it then is different and the way i look at it is i always prefer a bit more strategy and a bit more long game because i prefer it if i've got a sniper rifle but there is I, yeah but the, the thing is i believe if i've got a sniper rifle yeah i would use that where i'd get into a building i would wait in a building maybe i might camp but I would wait because I'm a sniper and then I'd wait for that PUBG people to come across and when they do, I get excited because look, there's someone there because I see mm. someone. Now, look. in Call of Duty, you get people using a sniper rifle and they're running around hip-firing it. Yeah. The, the hip-firing's luck. 
I don't care what anyone says it's luck. Quit scoping is a bit of more of a skill. Um, but, but that's the point. But we've called it duty. It's a, duty. St- it's a sniper is... rifle. You just shot point blank someone running around oh. a corner. Yeah, but I'm just saying we've called it duty. Is um, yes, PUBG is the long game. You like you got your strategy. You got to make sure like you're covering your areas. Like, you got to listen out and stuff like that. With Call of Duty, if you play it at a level where... You've got a 10-year-old griefing your mum. No, no, no. You play at a level where you watch where people spawn. And if you're playing a game mode like um, Hardpoint, where you have to... It's like King of the Hill. You're not going to tell me you're going to go wait by the spawn point and shoot them. No, 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 no. No, I'm just saying. If you go Hardpoint... <laughs> if you go I too play far, anymore. No, if you go too far across into their like little part where they're spawning... Yeah. Then it flips the spawn. Oh, right. So what you want to do is basically, and it's very hard to do that when you've got people that are like that. You know what I mean? They run to the spawn and know where they're going to spawn. Yeah. But you want you want to you want to control the game. And if you play with people that control the game, like, and it gets competitive, and that's why I watch the. Do you not think ballistic overkill is on the same sort of league as M games? Uh, it I does think have ballistic that. overkill is like it's a bit more arcade. Yeah. So I'd say. Really? It's, yeah. Yeah, yeah, much more arcade. Because I, it's a bit more, like, fun. Mm. Like, uh, Ballistic Overkill give you free crates. Yeah, <laughs> like, something like Call of Duty gets really competitive. And it is can get frustrating when you do have people doing quick scope kills and yeah. stuff like that, and it just frustrates you. Ballistic Overkill is just fun. It's just running around shooting each other, and it's fun. Yeah, but isn't that what it's meant to be? Yeah, that, that is what it's meant to be. But at the same time, Call of Duty is what it is. And the people who play it, play it for those reasons. Yeah. So they, they play it because they can do the things like uh, quick scope kills with a sniper rifle. I thought Call of Duty was uh, the game you go to. It's like a stress ball. You go to it, it makes you stress, but then it also releases stress because you get them people on the other end griefing everything about your life. And then you just sit there sending abuse back to them. With the thing it's like is, going on Jeremy Kyle. <laughs> with me <laughs> like i'm kind of like more for battlefield because battlefield is in the middle of for me yeah because yeah call of duty it's very fast paced but and you're constantly like getting map. shot in your back every two seconds you spawn shot in the back spawn shot in the back but with, it, it, uh, what i find PUBG, there it's like you it is a long game but i might have half an hour and then i only get one game and out of that game, I spent all my time running around, not doing anything. Then I get shot, and then it's time to turn it off. With Battlefield, it's right in the middle, where yeah. I can run in, guns blazing, or I can camp as a sniper. Yeah, so, no, I do get what you're saying. It is in the middle, but, I do. Yeah, yeah. But what, what I find is just like what what kind of player you are. Do you know what I mean, if Call of Duty is very fast paced and you're, you like a slow paced game, then you're not going to enjoy it, do you know what no, I mean? No, I did used to enjoy it. To be fair, I think it was Black Ops 2. I, I I really enjoyed Black Ops 2. I used to play it with a lot of people. Every night we'd play it, and you'd get your kill streaks, and you'd get the, to the point where you can do the nuke at the end and all that, can't you? Yeah. And, and basically, I really enjoyed that, because for me, you had all the different, like, what is it called? Um, Different dance or whatever. What's it called? Prestige. Yeah. Oh, prestige! And like, yeah. yeah, so you, so you could always continue because you could always unlock everything, and you could prestige to the next levels, which I like. When did you play these games on? I was playing on Xbox, so. Yeah, me too. So I bought also a Call of Duty because another friend of mine was like, "Hey, this is going to be a, a single player online campaign. We could do this co-op online and blah blah blah." 
And I was like, yeah, great, you know, finally an uh, online co-op campaign. So I bought it, and it only was a zombie mode that was online co-op. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, bugger. Yeah, and then I was like, okay, that's fine, it's multiplayer, you know, but yeah. the kill gap, Nick, from <laughs> Xbox to PC, it's unbelievable, eh? But that's My another God, thing. It's, you, you say you're going to be pretty good at it, I'll say you get bottom of the leaderboards. It's yeah, on unbelievable. the PC. My God, it's so frustrating, I cannot hit Anything, I play COD yeah. 4 on PC. I'm pretty good at that. Yeah, yeah this is exactly I never what I'm saying. I on PC, only on Xbox. And then you get a chance and playing it with a controller. Yeah. But no, no, no. <laughs> what, what I want to go back to is, with this Call of Duty, it's it's back to its roots. It's back to boots on the ground. But the only thing that Call of Duty always does that I think I don't... I think the only campaign that I didn't like was Call of Duty Black Ops 3 because it didn't really have a... I, don't, I just didn't like the feeling of it. Every Call of Duty leading up to that had a good campaign. They all, like, COD 4. Yeah, they do, they do always have the single, but I never played the single player on them. The single player on the, on this World at War, don't get me wrong, I'd done it in two sittings. Two sittings of, like, come home from work, play it. And it was too short. I found it too short. But that's again, like, the Jansen play um, the single player, but I just found it. Yeah, but that's the thing. Like the co-op, the only reason why that single player is there, and the only reason why the co-op player there, the zombies is there, is so that they can put on the box saying this game's multiplayer, co-op, and single player. I that's, don't know. I, don't, I, don't I, think I, I do that think that because because nah, a lot of they, the ones uh, I see they don't have enough they, effort in them. Yeah, but when you look at the game, the single player, they've got famous actors playing yeah. the part, so they've put money they, into. They've put the effort player. into it. They haven't gone, yeah. oh, yes, don't worry about that. We'll we'll just put this in the game to make it a full game. And like, this is, it's almost like you're playing. Yeah, a movie. Uh, yeah, and <laughs> it, it's Saving Private Ryan. If you, anyone's yeah. seen that film, you're playing. Yeah. The characters in and that film. I found like the transition of you getting off that boat was instant. It wasn't like loading screen, you're on the beach. It was mm. you go from a cutscene into you actually walking off the boat yourself. And yeah. People shooting at you, people dying. It was so like I found this campaign so good, like like immersively. Like having... yeah. To be honest, though, I've got to be honest. Like I find it really hard to taking storylines there's only a few games that i can ever play which i actually watch for the story but this storyline was like a movie so it was like you're actually in a movie you're like yeah no i get what you're saying yeah so the way the way call of duty has done that like with the cod 4 the modern warfare 2 and modern warfare 3 that was a storyline and you followed that storyline and you like there's loads of ups and loads of downs and it was like it threw you about a bit you know what i mean and you was like oh my god like how much did you pay for this 50 quid uh, I think I, when I got it, I got it with the DLC and stuff, so it was like 70 quid. Oh, see, that's just too much. Yeah, I think it's a little bit more up than 50. I think it's 54.99 or something like that. It's, 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 it's gone do, down do to you guys quid honestly think that game is worth that money? Well, I enjoy it. Yeah, see, I've got a bit, my That's whole... a game you can play a lot of, because with me, a game like this, I will play the single-player mode probably more in the beginning and I'll finish the story and once I've done the story then I'll just get online and I'll just play it online until I'm bored of it or the next game comes see, out. See the thing is for me it's like I play a lot of indie games and I'm so used to paying for indie games now and buying my games in the sales like now I'll buy games in the sales and they'll last me to the next sales. When a game that comes up even a £40 game you know like Hands gave me Destiny 2. If he didn't give me Destiny 2 I probably wouldn't have paid the money for it. 
because the game is too expensive, I think, for a, an actual game. I don't think games should be over 25 quid. That's because maybe I'm tight. Maybe it's... But then it goes down again, like... Yeah, where, you can't um, do this that, with a budget that, that, of 300 that, million. But that, yeah. goes down, that goes down again to where, like, you were saying... Hands were saying, don't buy that game because it's got loot boxes. Do you know what I mean? You're saying, don't buy a AAA game because it's 45 yeah. quid. Exactly. But, but it's the same like a film. It's like you get indie films and you get the AAA films. And the thing is, you'll go to the cinema and you will nowadays pay 20 quid a ticket to go into the cinema. But you've got to think, am I going to see some like budget indie movie for 20 quid and come out there and think, yeah, that's money well spent? Yeah, but I, I think with the like... film industry, it's a bit different. Well, no, it's but exactly what the same. And the other thing is, like, it, you're going to go pay, like, you're going to have a finished off film with it looks amazing and stunning, and then you're going to have a indie film. That was shot on like a, a... But you don't know that. That's just you making it up. You've got no proof of that. But it's not a game, though. If an indie game was selling at 10 quid, it I'll, won't look... I'll tell you a comparison, yeah? Call of Duty game. Here's a comparison for you. If you went into a cinema, yeah, to watch a AAA top-budget film, yeah, and that film had bugs in it and it wasn't finished and it had things going wrong in it, would you want your money back? Yeah, but... What, exactly. That's, that's so why... So no, why, with these me, games, when they do it, is it all right? For me, you can never compare an indie game to a triple A game. Never. Yeah, no. I, 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 don't I will never, I will never play. I think the price. <laughs> I think the price. Obviously, it's steep now. Nowadays, it's steep. I'm not saying like I used to buy games at like thirty five quid, thirty quid. Do you know what I mean? Triple A games. But nowadays, it's like forty, fifty, sixty pound, even further, seventy quid. The thing is, don't get me wrong, yeah, but it's just the way the thing's changing. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah, compare, compare Call of Duty to PUBG. So PUBG is a pretty small game in comparison but how many bugs to are in that World game War well? 2. But you just look at the quality of one to the other, like the graphics in PUBG aren't all that. <laughs> and it's like the animation aren't all that. No. So you look at Call of Duty, and I'm playing that in 4K, and when you go into the settings... You have a hundred different settings just on your graphics of like the shadows, um, reflections, the clouds in the sky, the water, like people's going... skin texture. There's all these things you can turn up and down. You can turn HDR on and off. There's, there's millions of different settings that you can make it look as good as it can be. Yeah. And then when you play the game, like some of the backgrounds are photorealistic. Yeah, but and then you look at PUBG and you're like, well, those blades of grass were all moving in the same direction at the same time and they look a bit like plastic. Yeah, but I'm going to put it this way. Be totally honest here, Wacky, yeah? You've got PUBG and you've got Call of Duty. Which game do you think you're going to play for the longest? Be honest. That's, that's a hard one. Come on, which uh, game? Uh, uh... Do you really think you're going to play? Do you really think you're going to play? Hold on, hold on. Hold on, though. Do you think you're going to play Call of Duty for as long as you've played PUBG? Be totally honest. And the answer is no, because you like PUBG, and that's an indie game. It's not a AAA. It was made by an indie game developer, and you love that game. Completely. Was I love Call of Duty as well, and I play Call of Duty nearly every day. No, the point I was saying, the point we're going at is about AAAs versus indies, and you lot are saying AAAs are always going to be better. But 
that game, yeah, PUBG has outdone every single other game. Oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. It's because of the so idea. There you go, then, people. The, yeah, the point proven. Game. Point proven. That doesn't, that doesn't, that, but that, no, that doesn't put it like if a triple A game company made this, ever. they would. Yeah. Point yeah, proven, the exit is that way. Point proven, that's not proven. But the thing is, they came up with a good idea. It doesn't yeah, matter exactly. whether the game's indie or not, it's the idea. They still pulled it off. The idea was attractive. Yeah, but it, that, well, it doesn't mean that it was good because it was indie. It's good because it was the idea. Yeah, but I'm not saying that. That's not what I'm getting at. What I'm getting at is an indie game. You lot were saying an indie game is always going to be pants, basically. But that's no, not true. You were just saying... Triple-A games are usually going to be better. Usually. more put into it. There's it the key word. It won't be to par of what a Triple-A uh, game looks like. Why won't no, it, though? Not, that's not fact, not gonna, though, is it? No, but you're not going to get the graphics that you get from a Triple-A game true. on a PUBG game. But what's okay, it, look, look, this is how you compare it. Uh, the I just did the just how you care, do it. No, no. I said to him, which one do you like it. better? And I know he likes <laughs> PUBG better. Yeah, <laughs> no, it's no, it's yeah, not. but the thing no, is, it's because they're I'm two always, different games. Yeah. You're asking him what game you like better, two different games. But to make a comparison, you get the people who made PUBG and you get the people who made Call of Duty. What's our fight? And, th- and they make the same game. Who's <laughs> yeah. going to make that game that, better? Exactly. Until yeah. a triple A company makes a PUBG, here, here, you look here. It's, it's, no, 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 here, here, here. You, you, you have a PUBG, and you, you have a my point anyway. No, no, no. You have a PUBG and you have a Fortnite. Then that's your. That's like you're saying. What do you like more? What do you like best? No, you but you've all Royale missed my Fortnite, point. But you've got a battle royale in PUBG. You've all missed my point. My point was actually They're I was both making the same game. Here, listen, no. Your your point was what you're going to play for longer. No, no, no. Yeah, and my point. That's what you're saying. Listen, my point was what you're going to play for longer. Yeah, <laughs> and how much have you paid for each one? That was my point. But that's irrelevant. No, it's not because you paid what? How much did you pay for um, PUBG? Yeah, but you, you're saying like, what are you going to pay relevant. more? That was a, that was an early access, Nick. When that game comes out, it will also be six. That was early access when you paid the third yeah, year. It's not a full game yet. Yeah, but that's yeah, oh my god! How did you not see my point? Don't, yet. don't get me wrong. Yet. What I'm trying to say is, you're going. We're going completely off topic here. Do you know what I mean, <laughs> we're, we're comparing a PUBG to a Call of Duty. It'd be different if Call of Duty brought out a PUBG style of game and yes. gone. There you go. I was if merely you, proving you, that an, you, a, an indie game can be as good as a AAA game. But you was comparing them. Yeah, I was comparing that they can be. It, it can be a good game. And that an indie they game can be good. They could have a good. better ID, but the game can never be better than... Here we go. I'll throw this in. Graphics, gameplay, nowhere. Call, call, frames, call of Duty, Call of Duty China... Tim's got to go work call, in an hour. <laughs> China, <laughs> China have China have their own Call of Duty game because they're not allowed to bring out the Call of Duties that Looks they bring rapid. out. Yeah. And they're bringing out a Battle Royale mode for that Call of Duty game. So I reckon, not in this Call of Duty, but in the next couple of Call of Duties, you'll probably will see a battle. But that's what I was saying earlier about, like, when I first done the comparison, when you're saying you're playing both of them, what do you think of the short term and little game in Call of Duty, like, like much faster pace? PUBG can put something in there, and I'd be like, "Fuck that! I'm not playing that game anymore." See, I personally, (laughs) yeah, but I personally think that PUBG is the evolution behind first-person shooters. That's where it's going. No, it's just a little genre. That's not the. Mm, yeah, I reckon they're all going that way. <laughs> no, Look at Battlefield. That'd be boring. Battlefield don't copy what Call of Duty have. They've got their own style. PUBG haven't copied what Call of Duty have or Battlefield. No, have. but I think style. the way the future will go with them sort of games. I think the maps will get bigger. 
and the people will become more if, until if you've got. That, that's what happened. The game, you cannot make a Call of Duty with a with a ten kilometer yeah. by ten kilometer map. Uh, uh, no, original Call of Duty. You're missing point, Tim. And that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying not Call of Duty. Just in general, with them games, the way that's going to advance over the next ten years, say, will be maps becoming more realistic and bigger. Yeah, and, all the indies and, will jump onto PUBG yeah. now, and you'll see a whole bunch. Yeah, of and more people in the game. Out. But the triple A companies, there like, will be some triple A trying PUBG, but they're gonna like make there's gonna be you're gonna the be the normal f- the normal shooter won't disappear. You, know? you and Hands are gonna be right on this next game that comes out, and trust me, you two are not gonna like where it's going, because what's gonna happen is it's all gonna go. This is where the future will go. It will go cloud based, where you don't actually have a PC, you just have a monitor, and that monitor connect has a wire in it going into the internet. And you have a controller. And what will happen is, like this new game, there's a new game coming out, like PUBG, it has a thousand people per server, and everybody that plays the game, they power the server. The server is in the cloud. So basically, every one of the thousand people put like a percentage or whatever in to, to process in the game, and then everybody playing powers the game. And what have would you, I not like about that? Because it gets rid of your PC. Sorry, it what? You get rid of your PC, you don't need a PC anymore. It's run off a browser. It's run on the cloud. But not every game Perfect. Can do that. But that's what will happen. That's where it's going. Have you not seen on your Samsung hey, TV? Perfect. You don't anyway, have to spend anyway, 4,000 anyway. quid on a PC. Anyway, Jansen. Anyway, Jansen. Hold on, hold on. That's not the long-term <laughs> point. Now. The long-term point is, once they've got you on a TV paying for games, that's it. Mar- they've captured the market then. That's it. Then they can throw at you. If you want to play our game, it's going to be 100 quid. How has this come well, from me? How has this come from us talking about Call of Duty? Yeah, let's be reviewing the game. I think, I think today yes. we, this this war has been building up for the last two weeks, yeah. and now I see it. Cards are on the table. Yeah, no, I'm like, getting involved. This, this <laughs> is the thing. It's been Tim's like only gone and taken his Crocs off. In, in the group oh, chat, right. it's been escalating over the month. It's been escalating, <laughs> escalating. Yeah, but Hads is not here. He was one of those pulling it all up. Yeah. You wonder right. why that you wonder why that granny hit him in the face with the cane. <laughs> 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 Knocked his tooth out. Yeah, now you know why. We didn't know him then. Now Call we we know the real hands now. Call the jury. Call the jury. Alright, Jazz. What do you think of the game? Oh, I think it's yeah. worth one. Well yeah. worth the money. I would say it was worth the money. And because I've been disappointed with Call of Duty in the past, I feel like they've redeemed themselves with this game. Have you bought and, it? Yeah. Have you? Yeah, right. and I'm I'm probably uh, two thirds of the way through the story mode as well because I've been so busy I haven't had a huge amount of time to play it. But just the storyline that you're going along, it's not just going from map to map, shooting, shooting, shooting. There's the a story line. behind it. You've mm. got stealth missions, like you have to like get into buildings and out of buildings. You have to get documents. You have to meet people and as well as like being in the jungle and trying to shoot people, like it, it's so much more than like other like story modes that they've had in the past, where it's just going from this place to this place. There's bad guys, shoot them all. Now you've done that. Go to the next map and then get to the end. But along the way, you got to shoot a load of people. So with this, I feel like yeah, it, it's well worth the money. I, I think it's a good game, but to be honest, I'm a Call of Duty freak. <laughs> I was pissed off when I saw that it wasn't a co-op uh, campaign. No, why did you like multiplayer? And then I got even more pissed. I off think there could have been a co-op campaign in that because they had the storyline of other people in that in that game. 
But do you know what I heard about with co-op campaigns is that they used to do it before because, like, mainly the games were made for consoles and then ported to PC. Mm. So on a console, when you add your PS2 and, like, your Xbox, first Xbox, um, they they would have a game like this and you'd have your split-screen campaign. You wouldn't even play it online. It'd be split-screen. And after a while, where the games started getting more like power intensive they then said we need to like cut back on the like the quality of the game to give you these split screens so we don't want to make our game worse so we're going to take that out and then i think where it's evolved on consoles and they're like well we need to make these games look as good as they can run as smooth as they can we're not even going to think about doing a co-op and then i think now it's come onto pcs they're, they're just not even thinking about doing it now. That's yeah. a shame. Yeah, I did yeah, like an old co-op, because I'd really like a game where... Like, look at me and you, Jance, like that game I say in that Titan Quest. You'll probably buy that game, and then we will just sit. doesn't matter if anyone else is on or not, because we'll just play together, mm. and we'll have a, a laugh doing it. That's yeah, where well, the fun's at. Yeah, because like when we played Gauntlet, and then we played that for ages, and then yeah. other people started coming on playing with us. Uh, and then, like recently, Diablo. We've just been going through that together. Yeah, Diablo was pretty good. I enjoyed Diablo, but it's the, the new season thing. It's like I haven't. Yeah. There's nothing else really to do in it. Like got yeah. a bit same same. But this game looks like it's got a lot of nice new uh, like areas, and I'm really looking forward to getting into it. If you're in, if you want to play it, let me know because I've been playing mm. it with Leo. Yeah, he's been really enjoying it. But yeah, anyway, that's Call of Duty. I think that's enough said. Yeah. Right, Tim. Moving on. So, what have you been playing this month? Well, I haven't been playing much, actually. The thing I've been playing most is actually GTA. Really? Dug this up again. I would never have, have uh, guessed that. <laughs> 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 they have some new races in it. Dude, you... A friend of mine also got it on PC now after playing years on Xbox. Has he been hassling me. you two as much as he's been hassling me? You have to get it. It's yeah, solid, yeah. man. Even on the chat. It's go on GTA, go on GTA. Yeah. <laughs> not, I'm not talking about... Uh, Killing each other in lobbies and fighting with yeah, Rovero, about but stunt I'm just races. talking. Yeah, stunt races and races and jobs and. and I do like the stunt races. I do like the stunt races. Man, they but have so many new stunt races in there. Do you know what gets me? And I've said this over and over again. It's probably boring now, but I can't handle the first loading time. Yes. I've yes. Today I loaded it, and I swear to you, it was like six minutes or something. Yeah, I've got super fast SSD, and it still takes ages. I have no idea why it takes ages because I was monitoring my RAM and everything, and it's not like it uses 100% CPU yeah, it's or like it there's a little man in my thirty-two machine. gigs of RAM or something. No, yeah, it's it's like there's a little man in my machine, and he's actually yeah, physically I think going it's... around building the world. <laughs> I experienced that if you first load to single player and then go into online, it's much quicker. Oh, really? Yeah, because then the world is already loaded, and then you then it just needs to do the matchmaking. Be honest with me, yeah. How many times have you loaded it up, and then you're sitting looking at screen going? Because that, it's that sort of floating screen, isn't it, where it's looking up at the sky or something? No, no, the beginning is just with the logos, and, and you have like these the, wo- yeah, the woman standing there. Yeah, and how many times have you looked at that screen and thought, have you crashed? Am I wasting time? <laughs> yeah. and no, not that doesn't happen often on PC. That happened on Xbox, but not on PC. Makes me feel like oh, it I remember every time. Xbox and PlayStation. I remember Skyrim used to have uh, was it Skyrim um, or Oblivion used to have massive loading screens. Every every you go in a room. Oh my god! Oh you, my god! Eh? If you click the door to go through the door, you're like, oh, I shouldn't have clicked that. And they're sitting there waiting, and then they allow you on the menu to to turn the item that they're showing you round while you're waiting. 
<laughs> that, that was like old games, like a first yeah. Resident Evil, where you walk through a door, then you got a loading screen for like two minutes. Then Man. you get into the room and you're like, I don't want this room. Make it slow down to one frame per second till it actually it eventually really froze. You had like a glitch where you could take your bow and arrow and then trigger, how do you say, pull your bow, you pull your arrow, keep it pulled and then swap to an item and then drop that item and then at the same time release your bow and arrow yeah. and the arrow would shoot on that item and multiply it yes. by how many bows or how many arrows you would <laughs> have in your inventory. So we once filled up a little house, you know. We were standing on the balcony and filled it up with like three or four thousand of That's these. That's another illegal part of these, gaming. Exploitation. These, these, <laughs> these, these purple stones, Welker stones or something, you know, until it, until it couldn't handle it anymore how much... Uh, i tell you what, much... for its time, that game was amazing. That, that game was... Oblivion was one of the first open worlds that I really, really got stuck into. I think I just played hundreds of hours. I'd love to know how many hours I racked up on Xbox on that. But to come back to GTA, I also went on social... Uh, what is it? Social... Club, I think. Yeah. yeah. The platform from Rockstar. Yeah. And there you can find all the, the custom-made races by other users, and it's very easy to put them in your own game. So next time you start a game, you can also select so those stunt races. How much money do you make off the stunt races? Because I want to get back into game, and basically, I want to still... With this, I just play races with you, but I want to still kit up cars and do the cars up and buy them from the shops and stuff like that. Man... Uh, can I make enough you know, money to buy a house and do the cars up just from races? I'm going to be very honest with you here. GTA is pretty... F- no, can I say this? <laughs> you, have to, you have to bleep it out and bleep it out. But it is pretty messed up. Everything is well expensive there. Everything is really expensive. and But it is on PC and there are a lot of hackers in PC lobbies. And if you don't... If you don't piss them off and they're not like hey uh, stop it and you're such a little kid and blah 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 but if you play a little friends they will drop money a lot of money but don't you get banned for picking it up no you don't get banned for picking it up you only get banned if you would like bank all of a sudden five million and then one go with without playing jobs or anything if you just keep this money in your pocket and don't bank it and don't go on a spending spree, like buying yachts, uh, four yachts at the same time. <laughs> you won't do. get banned. I never bought any shark cart. I have like three big apartments uh, filled with 10 car garages. If you want to buy it, you know, through the Rockstar shop, you, if you spend 75 euros, you get seven and a half million in-game money. See, and if I, you buy, want to buy like the fastest supercar, not the most expensive one, but just the fastest, you're already looking at 2.5 million or something. See, the thing is for me, I, I like get that game, but I want it a game like that where you can't buy nothing in game to make yourself better at a game or to get a house. I want people to when I see someone that owns a tower block, it's because they've earned it, and then you've got some respect for them because you're like you've done well good in this game. You've played it for like four hundred hours and you've built up an empire. You haven't played GTA in a long time. There's I I don't think it's even possible to buy everything in the game, even if you hack yourself a lot of money. There are so many things and there's so much going on. You can buy houses and villas and yachts and you can become a CEO and uh, make yourself an empire in the weapons smuggling. You can get like a 50 or maybe like a 100 car garage uh, apartments. And really? Yeah, it's really insane actually now. So you They keep just... on adding content it's nonstop. They keep on adding. I think they carry on until Red Dip comes out. Yeah, and Red Dead will. I I can guarantee you, it will be also Red Dead Redemption online. Based on oh, yeah. Online. Are you all gonna get Red Dead? Of oh, course, definitely. I love the first one. So we're going first really stage. Let's get it. it. Yeah, but it won't be till next year. 
Yeah, and I'm well up for that. Um, I, just, yeah. I know I'm cutting you off a little bit, but I was just looking with Tim, and I don't know how I haven't come across this game. Maybe it's because an EA or something. It's not on Steam. But have you seen the new... Um, I don't know how new it even is. I haven't even seen it. I just saw it there. Um, Need for Speed... What was it? Payback. Payback. Yeah, yeah, I just looked at it. It looks pretty good. It's yeah. all gone back to customizations and all that. Has any of you interested yeah. in that? No. Yeah, I looked at that because the, their cover is the R34 Skyline. Have you looked and at the customizations in that game? Yeah, and then that's why I thought, yeah, they've gone back to the old school, back to how it was where you get the cars and you get to do them up. It's not yeah. all about the racing. It's all about doing up cars, collecting cars, and, and making unique like paint jobs and all that. Yeah, I could sit for hours doing that. I'm very skeptical it will be much too arcadey for me. So please, someone buy it and we'll test it from your account. It's not Steam, so I'm saying it's an EA game, isn't it? Mm. Yes, it'll be on there. Buy it and stream it. Any of you interested in getting it? Stream it. I want to do it. Because really, I have this it. racing wheel, and and I want to—it's so much nicer to 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 race with a racing wheel. But this wheel. game's more but about it work. yeah, it's more about a controller, I think. No, it's yeah, like yeah, because it's more okay. It's more about um, you got um, drift. I'll look into it. Yeah, you got drift. You got loads of little things, didn't you? You got like escape from the police. Yeah, there's uh, all different things, but you do it as a drift, team now. Drag. Yeah. Okay. I'll look into it. I'll but look the into it. The customizations—they're same. We've—they're—they're they're like taglines. We've gone back to customizations. Yeah, but there was something with the customizations in this. So let me quickly Google this. I need first. I think this I is another. And I think this is yeah, another yeah, victim yeah. of a loot box. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, I quite EA, like that. EA is, EA is addressing the loot boxes in Need for Speed Payback too. Really? They're very. I think they're they're very developers together. also say they'll fix the game's litany of technical issues. Most of the headlines surrounding electronic arts this fall have been about... See, I think it would be really good blah, blah, if, blah. if if some of you lot would get it, we could get into games, get a little crew together, we'd do some drifted racing and that. It'd be much better than a Need for... Uh, I don't think so. GTA. I like GTA also the like world. GTA. Just to roam around and do things and visit the, the mountain is, and in, get another, a big car and drive it up all the way up Mount Chile yeah, and try to make it up there and stuff like thing, that. Another thing, Tim, is I like, in GTA you can kill the cars up in that, can't you? But yeah. they're never as fast as the cars that in the races that you can pick standard, are they? Sorry, say that again. You if I, say I was to buy a car in game in, in Need for in I keep getting muddled up now in um, Grand <laughs> Theft Auto. Yeah. And I want to kick that car up. If I kick mm-hmm. that car up and then I bring it into the races and then you go yes. with the standard car in the races, you always beat me. No, it depends which settings the race is on. If they if they allow custom cars, then your car would be you, faster than yeah. your standard car. Yeah, you can also put catch-up on. That means the first car will always be slower as the second, and the second car will be slower as the third, and, you know. But it makes it much more exciting because you're constantly passing people, and when you're first, there's always two, the second and the third place are always in your neck, and they're yeah. always passing you, and then you can pass them again, and it's, yeah. For me, I think this is the best racing game you can play online with your friends. GTA for racing, then you know. I think if you've got racing. a good, I think if you've got a lot of people doing it, it'd be funny. Yeah, if you don't have ten-year-old uh, kids playing bumper cars, then yeah. it's really nice. And I on PC, I noticed that there's a lot more serious people than on the Xbox. Yeah. On the Xbox, it was all drama. First how, corner how every us, time was drama. Do you, uh, wacky, do you own it? Yeah, I got it. What, on PC? Yeah. What about you, Jance? What GTA? Yeah. No. Would you get it's it twenty not? euro. It's like what, seventeen pound or something? Sixteen pound? It's Six, well worth I, it. I played it on PS4 when it came out. Yeah, you said you rinsed it. Yeah. But what about this Need for Speed? Would you play that? Yeah, that looks like the kind of game I would play. Would you play it like soon? 
<laughs> thing is, it's uh, it is forty five quid, and then no, you can get it on CD keys for thirty. Really? Yeah, I've already checked it out. All right. Told you I don't play full prices for games. I won't pay forty five quid for a game. No, me neither. Me neither. Play game though, Nick. Be careful. It's what? Triple A game. Be careful. Oh, no, it's for Speed Payback, 44 this, euro. This is why I need confirmation from 40, people that no, they're going to play. No, no. <laughs> what, 35 pounds, 44 euro. Yeah, 35 quid. With this game, obviously being EA, and there's going to be loot boxes in it, is it a case of like, I buy my standard car, I'm driving it around, and then I want some new wheels, and I'm going to have to pay the money <laughs> for them? You <laughs> can actually pay no. 100 quid for some new wheels I that you think, can buy in um, real life. I'm not sure, but I think from what I saw in the trailer is when you play the games, depending on how good you do in a race, you get um, like a drop, and you can choose A, B, or C. Behind A, B, or C is a different upgrade or whatever, or I yeah. think you can buy them upgrades where you get the drops as well if you want extra ones, but otherwise you get them from racing. Yeah, because I remember where they used to do it, where it it's like a it's kind of like a gamble, but you're not putting money in. It's yeah. just like, yeah, do you want A, B, or C? You pick it, but then you might pick it, and it's like uh, crap wheels, and you're like, um, it will then say, do you want to use these tokens or whatever to open the other two, yeah. or something like that? But then you have to pay money for the tokens. It's a bit like how you get keys for loot crates. Yeah, see, I remember the last Need for Speed I played, I think it was Underground, and it was the best one I ever played. I remember I had like a 106, and I'd put, like your car, I put wide arches. It had wide flared arches and everything on it, hmm. custom paint jobs, and I loved it. I spent ages hmm. just buying every car and kitting them up and just collecting cars. Hmm. I'm looking at the Game Belay trailer now. Are you sure that wasn't juiced? That might have been juiced. Yeah, because I did the same thing, because at the time I had the Peugeot, and I kitted my car. Yeah, I kitted up my car exactly as I had my car. Yeah, it was juiced, I think. That was the one, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, because I was thinking, like, how good is that? They've got a Peugeot 106 in it. Uh, That's a car you'd never really see in a racing game. Yeah, but how old is juiced nowadays? No idea. Because that game, man, was... Yeah, that game... But this Need for Speed totally looks too arcade for me. I don't like when you can... Super boost. <laughs> and the thing is, even when I tell you this, you're going to think even more crazy. That was 2005 when the MX-5... Is it MX-5? Came out. With the little two-seater. Yeah. Now, you had the, you had the, the rotary engine, didn't you? Um, RX... Uh, oh, you, RX-8. RX-8, the one I'm talking about. Yeah, not an MX-5. Yeah. I'm not talking rubbish. But yeah... It's the one that's got the RX-8 on the front cover, which when that yeah. came out, I remember thinking, that car's mad, you can kid it all up. Yeah. <laughs> that was 2005. Yeah. Madness. See, and that's a 30 grand car that today you could pick up for about £1,500. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Probably less than that. Yeah. Madness, man, madness. But I remember playing that game and I loved it. Like I was just kitting up cars. I was like, man, I could have carbon fibre paint jobs, mirror paint yeah. jobs. I can change the colour of the paint like manually. Yeah. And use up. And I was saying to Tim earlier on before we got on the podcast, I remember playing that game. It must have been that game as well, um, where you race people for pink slips. So you're like, yeah, yeah, I'm gonna win their car. I know. <laughs> car, but the thing like, is, yes, I got. They got this, 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 and this. My cousin had a go on it, and I was like, yeah, look, look at all the cars I've got, and I'd like my garage with like. I think about six cars in there. And he lost one. And then, yeah, he's like, oh, let me have a go. And I said, yeah, look, like you could do the next race. And then I walked out the room. He did a pink slip race. <laughs> and then he, he came last. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, you, you just lost my car. 
And he's like, well, what do you mean? What do you mean? I only lost the race. And I was like, yeah, it's a pink slip race. So that car that I've spent like 200 grand on, you've just lost it. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I think that's well good as well. Cause that's some, that gives you a proper like thrill ride when you're playing. Yeah. Cause you do feel like you're missing out on something, you know? But I remember my adrenaline going when I did pink slip races. Yeah. Like knowing that you could lose your car got your adrenaline going like so much more than yeah. just your regular race you, play and you see the other car crash you're like yes they've yeah. crashed home free. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah it's getting me in the mood to want to play that man i'm yeah. really uh, i'm like if it's like it used to be and then do you see the graphics they were like photographic photorealistic yeah really good man I'm just, it's just like i'd love to have another um what was it called the original the original car game what was it called ah oh, gran turismo Oh yeah, it's still coming out though, isn't it? But it's just it's on PlayStation, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. it'll only ever be on PlayStation. Yeah, yeah. never played like it. The originals or old school ones are really good back in the day. You try and play them now, you can't even see the screen. The graphics are so bad. <laughs> yeah, I know. It's like <laughs> giant, if giant pixels. Yeah, like the library. It's like that game, Destruction Derby. That used to be wicked as well. Yeah. You remember the very first test drive? Test drive. Made it on B floppies, floppy disks. B format. Yeah. Probably mm. was rubbish, wasn't it? Yeah, it's the very first. The very it's like nineteen what eighty years. No, I remember um, a game of card game years and years ago, and you had that Ferrari, a Porsche. Yeah, Is yeah. That the one, and um, you go around the mountains. Yeah, and when you crash, the window screen would crack up. Yeah, it was rubbish. Hey, for <laughs> that time, it was really good. Yeah, I think the uh, the overall one though is Outrun. That's the original. Yeah. yeah. That's- much later and then you've got yeah, even, I'm, I'm later I'm yeah. like Burnout Paradise and Speed <laughs> oh Underground Speed Underground was the one even yeah. before Outrun there was an even older school the most old school of all, all driving games and simulators and that was that little red Porsche you had as a kid <laughs> and you just sat there with the steering wheel and it started going round like a wheel went round in it and you see the road going round and you're just like left ah, yes, yes right yeah. left Right, and you you had yeah, the gear yeah. stick, didn't you, to yeah. go uh, <laughs> back or forwards, and then you had if you pushed it a little bit more, it'd be boost. Yeah, and all, it, all it would do, yeah, it would make the the road just move faster. Yeah, well, there, there was another one that I used to hassle my mum and dad for at Christmas, and they were like, "We're not buying that crap; it's rubbish." And on the on the video on the advert, it looked really good. It was like a car that you drive on real roads, and basically you put a DVD in your DVD player, and when you saw no, it, it wasn't DVD; it was tape. Was it oh, I know, yeah, I know what one you're talking <laughs> and about. And it was so. like a little plastic box you put in front of the TV, and it yeah. had a car on top of it, and literally you <laughs> play the DVD or whatever it is, and it's just normal streets, like someone's driven down the street with a video camera, and yeah. you just turn the steering wheel, and the car goes slightly left or right on top of this bit yeah. of plastic, <laughs> and it was proper crap. Yeah. <laughs> you begged for it. Get me this. <laughs> Uh, but I, I remember when that came out and I never had it, but my mate did and I always wanted to play it when I went round his house and he was always like, nah, nah, I don't want to get out of the box. It's crap. It's crap. <laughs> and I was like, no, like just set it up. I want to play it. So he set it up, like it took about like half hour to plug all the wires in and everything. And then I was like, oh, so it's just like a little toy car yeah. in front of the screen. And he's like, yeah, basically, you, you're making that car go left and right when you turn the steering wheel. Yeah. But what's happening on the TV, you don't control it's it. Relevant. It's just <laughs> it's just a video. Yeah. That's, that's, that's the 80s for you, isn't it? Let's come, yeah. do someone in an office come up with an idea. Why don't we record a car driving down the street and we'll sell it to kids with a little plastic toy in front of us? It's probably sold pretty good. 
Yeah, there's loads of I remember it, it, it weren't cheap either. Yeah, you know, do you know why it sold so well then that that time of crap? Because Dude, back crap. then we all of us kids ran on imagination. Yeah. We didn't <laughs> have all these things of today. We just ran on imagination. It was like, yeah, I'm gonna and imagine the I'm driving. Laws about advertising on TV. Yeah, I'm gonna drive yeah. this car. Yeah. I'm driving down this street. <laughs> right, anyway. Yeah, GTA. Uh Tim yep. we're getting to some games with you. If anyone in the community wants to get into into GTA exactly. with us, just let us know. Um Tim will be on and we'll just sort it out, just jump in with us. He's always playing it, you just see him in the Discord. Yeah, if you see me playing, just send me a message or whatever. Come if you get in. stuck trying to set it up and all that sort of stuff, don't worry, we can help with that as well. We'll sort you out. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Right, let's move on. Get for the you com- some money. <laughs> for the community <laughs> and extras section, um, one thing I want to do is our ARC server is now off. Everybody sort of had enough with it. And I mean, they got hundreds and hundreds of hours out of it. That's still saved. Don't worry, the server's not gone anywhere. It's still saved on there. So we can just start it up again when we want to go back into ARC. But for, for what I want to do for the community and extras now is... Can you all send in ideas or on Discord or message us? You can email us at extremepcuk.co.uk um, through the website. And basically, just let us know what server you would like running. Like I said earlier, there's I've got an idea of a Terraria server, if people are interested in that. We could have a Minecraft server, just for us, but I don't think, I think that's been done way too much. Another one people are talking about is Rust. If we all get into Rust and we set up a proper Rust server that everybody jumps into. But I just want ideas from everybody of what server you would like to play. A dedicated server that can run 24 hours a day and we can all get into. So just send in whatever you think. I've just thought of a good one. um, Like literally just now. Robocraft. Because remember when we were at the show, we spoke to the guys at Robocraft. And they said that their new version that was coming out soon you were going to be able to have dedicated servers with it. Really? Can't yeah. Because I remember, like, when we were talking to him at the show, we said, yeah, look, we played that game loads, but, like, it's a shame that we couldn't have dedicated servers. And then he showed us what they were working on, and he's like, yeah, when this one's released, you'll be able to do it with that. That could be an idea, then. We could have a look mm. into that. I'll have a look into that, see, because Robocraft's free, and it's got loot crates, but you can also unlock everything in-game for free. They know how to do a proper game where you can pay if you want to get further advanced or you can just play for longer. That's the way yeah. to do it, isn't it? Yeah. You know? But then again, another way to do it, like I said, Tim, I don't know if you agree with this, is give the game away for free and then tell everybody they've got to pay for updates and then the longer they update the game for, the more money they make. True. That's, that's an easy way out of it, isn't it? I'm done. Yeah. You know? If, if it's someone like me that plays Rocket League, you know, how can they lose when I'm constantly pumping money into their game you know, they've lost 16 quid from the beginning payment. It's but, a bit like Telltale Games, isn't it? Where you get chapter one, you play it, yeah. and you think, yeah, I like this. I'm actually willing to pay for the next chapter. Yeah, and it, that's, yeah it, that's yeah. like, is that yeah, Walking Dead, did you say? Yeah. Yeah, I yeah, got, I got stuck Dead in Dead. level one on in the, the video shop, couldn't get out. But all the all the the games should do this again, make demos, just like Wolfenstein 2, just release a demo, you can play the whole first level. Is that a demo or is that called pirating? No, demo. Really, demo. <laughs> or hard air. No, no, yeah, no pirating. Because on Steam, Steam there, there is a lot of um, games with demos, but the demo button is kind of hidden, so when you're looking at it, you don't really notice. Yeah, like, it's on the right-hand side down lower. Right? Yeah, yeah. I they should have it should do this. a bit like on... 
when you I used to play PlayStation, it's like you go in the PlayStation store and then straight away it would show you the latest demos that you could download and play and then it would go on to like yeah. the games you can buy. Be good like that on Steam if they just you have to steam probably can filter it out. You know what it is? Half yeah. of them probably don't put a demo on there because they're like, our game's not finished. It's a bit crap. So just buy it. And then you realise you're <laughs> not <crap laughs> worth playing anymore. Then we'll yeah. get some loot boxes and get some money back. Yeah. Yes, silly, isn't it? Right, that's yeah, a good yeah, idea. We'll go check to that out. Explore on Steam, Jansen. You can select software or games and then select demos, free to play, early access. Hmm. And see all the demos and then filter it by date. Right, so yeah. that's the community and extras section. So let us know what you think and what servers you would like. Even if it's a server we can't run, if there's a game you want to play and get everyone in, then just let us know. And that takes us on to the questions. Right, we've got two questions this month, and both of them are from different people, and they're both computer component related. So I'll read out the question. Uh, mind you, the question on my page for some reason is very squashed up, so I might get a bit muddled up with the writing. But <laughs> I'll read the first one out and we'll go through that. Then I'll read the second one out after. And then we'll just have a little chat about what's going on with the questions. Right. The first one is from CWB Chopper. And he says, I currently have an i3-7100 in my PC. I'm running 8 gigs of RAM and an R9-390X graphics card. I'm on a budget and I want to know the process. what processor will be better to get. An i5-7500 or an i7-7700? Both non-K, question mark. So I got chatting to uh, Chopper, and we had a little conversation because he needed to know right then. So I put it on the podcast, and I've also told him an answer already. And basically, it turns out that his motherboard is a Bitcoin mining board, and that's why he can't have a K processor. Well, he can have a K processor, but that's why he's choosing to go for the cheaper processors without it. Now, firstly, the, the with that... Um, the 7100 that's in there already it's that's not a, a really really bad one but if you want do want to upgrade you know the 7500 or the 7700 are okay don't get me wrong the 7700 runs at 4.2 max now for me personally the 7700k processor is actually clocking higher so straight out of the box as soon as you put it in that will actually go to 4.5 so my advice would to be, even though you can't overclock, still go for the 7700K because that chip is only 20 to 25 pound more, but you're going to get from 4.2 to 4.5 and that's going to be on every core. So it's still going to be quite a bigger increase just for 20 quid, you know, and I always try and explain to people, even though the processor you can get right now is only a certain one, always remember that in the future, if you do upgrade or you want to sell your components to buy a new motherboard or something, you want to go for the one that holds its value better. Now, it's like going for like a normal car or like going for a top BMW. You know which one can hold its, it's like an Audi against a French car. You know which one can hold its value a lot better. So even though the 7700K is only 25 quid more, it's got a slight increase in the clock speed to 4.5 over 4.2. But the main thing is when you come to get rid of that chip in the future, you'll probably get more money for it at that point. So my advice is go for the 7700K still. One, because it's a little bit more powerful and it will hold its value better. Does anybody differ from what I say? No, I agree. No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't even thought that one. Yeah, you lot are just like... I think so. If the price difference is that small, it's also worth just 
going for the cavers. Yeah, even if you can't like overclock it to silly like five gig speeds, it doesn't it doesn't matter. You're still going to get that little increase. Personally, for me, twenty five quid. What's twenty five quid when you're going to sell it in the future, and it might be a massive increase in what you can get for it because it's overclockable. Because with a non, I've I've noticed this with a non overclockable uh, CPU. Once they come out and they go like next gen, they just drop right in price because no one wants them because they can't really overclock them. So a lot of people will be looking for the 7700K in a couple of years because they know, even though it's only at 4.5, they can boost it to 5 gigs. So it's easier for some people to get the 7700K a year later, overclock it to 5 gigs, and then they're still up there with all the other people. And that's why it will hold its price. But yeah, that's my answer for that. So hope my uh, information is helpful, Chopper. Let us know what you um, have actually gone and done, what you did buy, and let us know how it went. And uh, right, the second question, and that is from scale underscore E, scale I hope. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and he says, hey guys, love the show. I've got a question about upgrading my PC. His motherboard is an MSI 970A G43 ATX AM3 Plus CPU, which has got an AMD FX6300 running at 3.5 gigahertz. It's a six core processor. His GPU graphics card is an MSI Radeon R9 380, four gigabyte of RAM in that, and it's got G-Skill Ripjaw X series, eight gigabytes, which is two times four slot DDR3 1600 megahertz. If you can get all that tongue twister in. Right. <laughs> he says, firstly, is it worth upgrading? If it is, where should I start? If it's not worth upgrading and I just build a new PC, should I listen to my mates who tell me AMD are, I won't repeat that, poo, and go with <laughs> Intel or not? You guys talked about the new Horizon CPUs being decent. Could you elaborate a bit? Right. So the first thing I notice about your um, build so far is that it's last generation by it's got DDR3 RAM, which is running at 1600. The new generation is DDR4, and that starts at about 2400, goes up to like 4200. So you've got over double the speed with the RAM. Now, to be honest, your AMD FX chip is running at 3.5, but you could easily get that over 4 gigs. So you could very well carry on using your computer if you're on a really tight budget, and you just want to get good graphics because you could spend the money on just a, a new graphics card and that will actually process it fine with the four gigs, four gigs, 4.4, you know. But if you do want to go with with upgrading, you could just go with changing the motherboard, RAM and processor. So you're not buying a whole new PC. You're just buying them three components and then they will go in. Now, if you are going to upgrade and go with the new processors and stuff, I, you said you, you said about going with AMD, your mates thinking AMD are crap and like the Ryzen or going with just Intel. Now, I summarize very briefly on this with Intel. I'll always go Intel if you've got the budget and I'll always go for AMD if you haven't got the budget. And that's pretty straightforward. But with Ryzen, I've got to be honest, I've done a few Ryzen builds recently and their chips, they're not bad. They're, the mm. old ones, the old AMD chips, yeah, don't get me wrong, I wouldn't use them. They suck so much power, and because they have so much like wattage going through them, it's not just that, it's the heat they produce because of it. You know, So you can overclock them high, but you'll find you, you, that you're just sucking the life from the wall, and they're red hot. So I don't go with the old AMDs just for that reason. The price is cheap, 
and they do sound mm. like they have a lot more cores. But when you go deeper into it, their cores aren't full cores like in Intel. Now, the Ryzen chips are. I've used a lot of Ryzen's from the, the, the Ryzen 3 all the way up to the Ryzen 5, and I've not seen a problem. They've got immense power for their price. You know, you can get a chip for 150 quid, and it will it will run at four gigs, smashing all the graphics you need to do. So if you are on a tight budget, then do go for Ryzen. They are good. You can get a Ryzen 1300. I think there's a 1300X, and then it jumps up to like the 1500, and then onwards up from there. But yeah, you can get that for pretty cheap. I think you can get a motherboard RAM and thingy for like 250 quid. So it's not it's not like stupid amounts of money like it would be with Intel. Intel, you're looking at a bit more than that. I'd say about 350. So, but also the Intel will be lower powered than what the Ryzen is for that price bracket. So, have any, have any of you guys got anything to say about Ryzen or anything? Ever used it or not? What, what I find is. AMD's always uh, like are behind on Intel, but with the Ryzen they've caught up quite a ma- quite a bit. Yeah, because what uh, what what I find is is like Intel is like the safe option. You know it's going to go. You know you. I, I have a feeling that most Intel people don't really have problems. You know what I mean? Not big problems. Yeah. With AMD, it's because they're like their new technology and stuff like that. If something goes wrong. I've heard like. With AMD, it's just complicated. The thing is, the AM the AM3 Plus socket has been being used forever. It's like that 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 socket takes loads of chips. Just they all fit in that one socket. So it's it's they haven't evolved. Like whereas Intel change the socket on their motherboards yearly. They just keep yeah. changing all the time, you know. And so Intel are obviously as they're changing these sockets, they're obviously using more technology every time they do it. But if you stick to the same socket all the time for the last ten years, then it's gonna you're stuck in a time warp sort of thing, do you know? Yeah. So the old I AM3, they're just they're not just not done now. Now mm. the Ryzen's out, they're just it's it's in the past. But you know there are still people that would go out and buy an old Intel processor because they're solid. Yeah. But you, I just find Intel if you've got the money. It's That's just, the main thing people I, do. I feel, yeah, I feel like it's just a safer option. Well, look, yeah, it's it's like a premium and budget, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's like if if you're on a budget, you go with AMD, but if you go with Intel, you're getting something a bit more premium. Yeah. But the other thing as well with AMD with the new Ryzen's, they're more rounded chip, aren't they? Where if you're gaming uh, exclusively, then the uh, Intel chip is just going to like walk all over it. But if you're doing a bit of everything, you've got a bit of uh, like graphic design, music yeah, production, yeah, like uh, then you, you're going to get more out of like a Ryzen on both ends. So you well, get a little bit less on the gaming, but you'll get a lot more with like your processing. Yeah. And when at that show, when we playing a game and it was rendering a video, why streaming? And that was yeah, the Ryzen that, chip. That was the Threadripper. That was their yeah, Threadripper. Thread yeah. yeah. They was so proving that, a point that yeah. you can actually... What was they doing on there? They was... Yeah, red, red, uh, rendering a photo. Rendering a video. No, it was rendering a 3D object oh, 3D at the same object. time as having like six process screens open with different programs running. And, and then Steam, uh, OBS was streaming. Yeah, and then on top of that, they was um, playing a game and the game, were, the frame rate was immense. Yeah, yeah, so you you basically had the game on one screen playing, 
and then you had the second screen showing you all the other things that were open at the same time. And they even had um, the processing window open to show you all the cores, what yeah. they were running at. And most of them, they had running at like 99%, and that game was still running perfectly. Yeah. It was it was prioritised, wasn't it? So that the game... I think, that's, I think out of AMD, I think that's the most... That's like the best thing I've seen is the Fred Ripper. Well, it would be. But it's a it thousand pounds. You are <laughs> for it. Like. <laughs> You know, for a thousand pound, you could you can get the i nine for the same price. Yeah. Um, i 9s a stupid amount of cores. I think it's was it eighteen cores, thirty six thread. Hmm. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's just crazy. But it's just going to go up and up from now. But the thing is, in gaming, you can't actually go over. I think only a couple of games can use up to um, eight cores, but all of them run on four cores. And mm, yeah. until they start letting it be like multi-threaded, the games. Which there's, there's, I can't remember what it is. I looked into it ages ago. There is an actual reason why they can't do it. There's an actual part of the chip that doesn't allow it. And, um, yeah, I can't remember the details on it. I can't really think like, into it, but. A couple of years ago, I was in kind of like the same boat, but I had it on the Intel side. I had Intel stuff, but graphics, I bought a 1080, but then my stuff was quite old in my computer. And, um, so it was bottlenecking it. And I didn't notice that at first because I was quite new to it. Yeah. Until I looked it up, and See, I was like, "Well, is, it looks like I've got to get a new motherboard, a new CPU, and some new RAM because yeah. it, I, I was I paid X amount for the 1080, but not getting the full effect out of it. So I had to spend even yeah. more money to get the full effect out of the but, 1080. Like I'm saying, with this question, you know, it's got DDR3 1600, which is pretty slow for nowadays computers. But you know, his AMD FX 6300, um, that's running at 3.5. But if it's only got to be up to like four gigs and it'll, it'll be running like perfect, it'll be fine. So you could save your money uh, for another year and go and buy a really expensive graphics card with the money. And then when you're ready, then upgrade the rest of the computer, the motherboard, RAM and processor. And mm. that way you will have the full effect of gaming, you know, for a bit longer. But if you are going to build a new computer, yeah, just go for a new motherboard, RAM and processor. Maybe on the motherboard, get a nice new like um, M.2 ssd just to make it really fast and just keep it at that you know and your computer will be immense again it will be really really good so but i hope my questions uh my answers have helped you out let us know what you did do and what you're going to go for and if you need any questions just go on our discord and just let us know we, we can real time update you with what what is good and if anyone out there like ever needs to get a system built or needs an upgrade or anything like that you know we don't charge anything for people to ask us information, questions, even build lists. If you want a build list done and you want us to help you out, choose all the parts, you know, just give us a message. We don't mind helping out and when we've got time and chatting to you about it. If there's something you don't know, like information you need to learn about a certain motherboard, what what certain uh, like things are on a motherboard and stuff like that, just hit us up with a question. You know, We're more than happy to chat about it. I actually really enjoy talking about the hardware side of stuff because we don't really get a lot of it to talk about and obviously the boys don't know like, as much as i know about all the hardware and that but it's it's good to talk we about learn more from it i quite enjoy talking about it so yeah if you do have any questions or anything i don't know everything don't get me wrong i'm not like einstein of computers but yeah send your stuff in we don't mind chatting about it and do you know what people that brings us to the end of this podcast oh <laughs> it was also it was so short again uh. but yeah Right, 
If you do have any questions, send them into extremepcuk at gmail.com. You could do it through Twitter. You can do it through Instagram. And like I said earlier, it's nearly Christmas. If you are going to buy anything off Amazon, we really, really would appreciate if you used our link. So if you do do that, thank you. Much appreciated. And uh, yeah, the next one we bring out, I don't know if it's the next pod or the one after, but we'll probably have a Christmas special. And then we might even have a new year where we all talk about our best games of the year. And that one will probably be long. I think the last one we've done was seven hours. Oh my god! To go right. So, yeah, but the I thing is, for that one. <laughs> people listen because we can record it over a few days, and then people can listen to it over the holidays as they're driving around and stuff. So maybe we should do one of them as well, like really long. Try and get everyone, get the whole crew. And there'd be warfare, yeah. wouldn't it? Look, at, we have to say sorry as well, people. Like the amount that we've argued on it tonight. Whether you like it or you don't, <laughs> let us know. But um, mixed we're all friends in the end. We yeah. all have hugs <laughs> when we see each other. Yeah, that's why we don't GTA. see. That's why we don't see Tim or Hans because we don't want to hug them. but yeah cheers for listening and uh yeah we'll see you all next next month have a good one ciao bye bye bye